So we're going to talk about games of the year tonight. It's RP Gamers Game of the Year RPG Cast 2011. <laughs> also the longest titled show I do every year. Uh, I've gathered together almost our entire editorial team, and they are happy to prove to me how little I know about games. First off, I've got man who gives out more four out of fives than any... Oh, wait, no, three and a half out of fives than any others. That's Adrian Denouden. Hey, everyone. That's Oh, you're supposed to argue with me about that. You just accept it. No, I don't, I, I don't argue with <laughs> that, that anymore. Well, we assume that you're going to... You're saving most four out of fives and 4.5 out of fives out of everyone for apps. Ah, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, being critical there is Glenn Wilson. Hey, hey, there's my mom calling me. She's as terrible timing as always in my life. <laughs> so Glenn's going to disappear for a little bit. <laughs> yep, ciao. Also with us tonight, Michael Apps. How you doing? I think this is the first time I've ever been on this. I think it is. Thanks for thanks for taking the time. We love to no hear problem. from all the people who write reviews, including Alex Fuller. Hello. And last but not least, some estrogen to balance out this sausage fest. It's... Sam Marcello. Hello, everybody. Who says things just like the English person, even though she's not English. All right. So how she's she's people... going to translate for him because we Speaking can't understand of, it. How many Commonwealth people do we have here tonight? Uh, two. Just two? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was three. Yep. Isn't Adrian also in Canada? Oh, yes, three. I'm yeah. Canadian, three. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so three versus... And three. Three. Awesome. It's equal this time. It's equal. The balance of power has been restored. A multinational interest. I'm sorry, I don't have uh, Michael Cunningham. He went to see a cute little baby at a hospital and got assaulted by the in-laws who wanted to go out to dinner and all this other weird stuff, and I think they're buying him a jet plane or something. I don't know. That's what I would want after being forced to look at someone's... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Maybe they're listening. By the way, babies are not always cute, just so you know. Not that he Except said anything, nephews. but some of them, some of them are cute. Some of them they're not so cute. I think Bill Cosby explained that one looked like a lizard, you know, when they come out. So my nephews are cute. I mean, they send me swap notes about how auntie, you the didn't first, help me with my book record. The fir- book report. On the first day, they're cute. Mm, not really, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a little and stuff. Yeah, so you put a few years on them. I'm sure they'll be cute. You know. Anyway, uh, he's Auntie, off having my he's, book report. He's off note. doing family things in all seriousness. So I wish he was here, but he's not. But we've got so many awesome people here, including Sam Marcello, who tells us she's the most awesome person on the show right now. Right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So let's review how awesome we were from last year before we did again this year's awards. Two things that I like to do to keep us honest. We review our predictions. So. First off, we've got our RPG of 2011. What game did we think was going to be the best in 2011? Um, the people on the panel said the following. Adrian Denoden said, Dragon Age 2. Michael Cunningham said, Dungeon Siege 3. Both of them were completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even close. Way to be objective there. <laughs> Really? Is there? Well, no. Let's open it up. Is any 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 chance that any of them were right on that one? Not even I don't agree. No, with that you, like, you like Dragon Age two. You won't even defend yourself. But it still was my game of the year. I really like Dungeon Siege three, and they are way off on that. Who are we disagreeing with? I want to disagree. Uh, Adrian and Michael. So I disagree with both of you. What yeah, are you hey, talking? Hey, about? Well, Michael's so, not even here. So. Dragon Age two is crap. 
What? Do you remember what you said, Glenn? Yours Mass didn't Effect even happen. Three. Your game isn't even out. <laughs> that means uh, I can't possibly be wrong. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. Roy Burnett said The Witcher Two. Um, the only one here who has actually has a shot at this, and he's not even here. Wait, he well, didn't even play it, did he? The, oh yeah, he did. Of course he did. It's a PC game. I thought the only staff members that played Witcher 2 were me and Becky. I'm pretty sure he played it because it's a PC game. I said The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, um, which, oh, I guess... Thousands of mainstream sites would would probably agree with me. You're a disgusting, filthy mainstream gamer. I guess this proves that the people who don't play games are the most accurate when it comes to predicting love games Skyrim. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> play love Skyrim. Yes. Our next prediction was most overhyped to 2011. What do you think won't live up to the expectations in 2011? Adrian said, and he's I think he's the de facto winner, <laughs> Diablo <Yes>. 3. <laughs> it didn't live up to our expectations because it's not out yet. There we, we go. <laughs> we expected it to be out. Didn't come out. So Adrian wins. <laughs> he's followed by Michael Cunningham saying the 3DS. Um, I'm sure Roy Burnett regrets saying The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, considering how much he's played that, I know. Um, Seventh Circle, Glenn, you said Mm. the third birthday, and boy, were you also correct. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if anyone actually was hyped for that or not. (laughs) Yeah, Michael said that uh, he called me on that not being a valid thing, because he said by the time we record the podcast, the reviews like in Japan were already out, and it was already known to be crap. So Uh. he said that it was... uh, it was cheap of me to say. Oh, you cheated. Okay, so so Adrian still wins. I said, Although, I guess to an extent, Square did drop the hype leading up to its release because they realized they had a bucket of crap on their hands. Mm. So, it did slow down. <laughs> I said Star Wars The Old Republic, which I don't know um, how people feel about this, but this it's, I think it's done pretty well as far as uh, sales go. And I, I'm also level 30 in it, so I guess I've been playing it. So I guess I lose. It is still just wow. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention in the news today, but something crazy happened. Um, Double Fine, people who made uh, Psychonauts, you know, that, uh, that game with the, with the Raz and the Psycho things and the platforming. And they've also made other things like Iron Brigade and Stacking and Costume, costume Quest. Quest. Yeah, Costume Quest. Awesome little RPG for like 15 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. Well, uh, last night they said, we're going to put up a Kickstarter, and we're going to make an old-school point-and-click adventure game if you guys fund us. And they put it on Kickstarter. They, it, within four hours, they had the game fully funded. <laughs> they, they wanted 400000 They had it. They are now over $1 million in 24 hours. <laughs> so good on them. Wow. So the, it, it brings up the question that... Uh, it's our first award question. What is the game series we'd most like to see double-fined? As in somebody resurrecting it by way of fans funding the series coming back. Hmm. This is when you guys have to start talking. Shining Force. <laughs> Shining Force. I like yes, that. Yes, not, not, I mean, Shining Force developed by the original developers. None of the stuff that Sega has been putting out that they've called Shining. Now, wasn't the Valkyria Chronicles team the Shining Force people? Or I don't know what happened to the Shining Force people. Where did no, they go? Did they all disappear, scattered to the wind? They are the ones who make the Golden Sun games. Oh, Camelot. Yes. Camelot. So they made oh. one game in the last 10 years. Oh, well, they, I think I'm they, sure they, they make made, golf games and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, they make right? golf games. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, don't they do the Mario sports games too? Uh, I think they did Mario Golf. Yeah, they did, yeah, Mario, they did golf. Mario Golf. They don't do all the sports ones, but they did like one of the Mario Golfs. 
right? <laughs> Whoever is altering my things, <laughs> please don't. Because <laughs> I, I will be recording what people suggest to put in the threads for people because they like to look at this stuff. Why do you think someone might be wanting to alter it? <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Apps, Shining Force. Uh, any any other series people want to see come back? How about Star Control? Because Star Control 2 came out when I didn't really have a PC to play it, but I've heard it's the best thing ever for many people. And then there was never... It would if be nice to see made, a more old-school Star Control 3. Somebody was just telling me that there was a new game out that was just like Star Control. Hmm. Oh, well. I don't know what it is. I feel bad. There is a multi-platform open-source port of Star Control 2 at sc2.sourceforge.net. Oh, it's too. I can't do it. It's too ugly. I tried. I, I downloaded Star Control Two to play it about five or six years ago, and and couldn't take how two D and pixelated it was. But I've heard it's fantastic if you can. People in the chat right. room are asking for Breath of Fire. Please, no. Obvious. <laughs> no Breath of Fire. Say, let it be dead. <laughs> I'm going to say Too Human. I know it's a recent game, but I at this point I think the only way it's ever going to get made is through this because, let's face it, no one's going to give Silicon Knights any more money after the last few games they've made. But they're going to give them money for this? <laughs> how are they going to get the, the Kickstarter to work then if no one's right. going to give them are money? They, take, like, they couldn't take 10 years and millions of dollars to make one game. Now you want the sequel to be 400000 bucks, and we'll spend five weeks on it? Yeah. Well, hey, if it actually gets done... <laughs> hey, there's the a chance that freaking uh, Psychonauts guys are going to get two million bucks out of this thing. So you can two, do human two Human looked good. That. I mean, I want any sequel. I want to see a sequel to Two Human as well. I didn't. I didn't think Two Human was nearly as bad as the reputation it got. But it, it looked good. I would want a sequel that also looked good and cost more than four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> too greedy? Huh? Yeah, too greedy. But that's okay. All right. <laughs> there has to be like a good series. Fantasy Star 5 says someone else in the chat room. So I know what I want. Yeah. You want a Harvest Moon, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Harvest Moon really needs to be kickstarted at this point, you know. No, I I, I either want Sweet Coden 6 because yes. damn it, I want to have Harmonia fully developed. It would be great. Um if not, I would love another Magical Star Sign game. And the only person in the chat room right now who would probably agree with me is Strawberry Eggs. Hmm. Magical Star Sign was awesome. <laughs> Magical Star Sign. Okay. It was a really awesome DS game. Are you trying to have one good idea and one bad? Is that what you said too? Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> I want to start a Kickstarter to get a fund to bribe Nintendo to bring out Earthbound 3. Or Earthbound 2. <laughs> so that, that's that's going to be my kickstart. It's actually just blood money for Nintendo. So your answer for a game series is actually a bribe for a game that's well, already it's been made. Earthbound. That's the series. Mother. Okay. You know, that's close enough. Give me a break. You're so picky. You're like, we want to use this money for a bribe. <laughs> well, I, that's basically what it is. It's not like Nintendo's going to do this. They're too, you know. Mm. Oh, Alex, you had one. Yeah. What is it? Oh yeah, I went for all the Gaseki games. It's one to be the same as Max, really. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the Legend of Heroes games? Yeah. Ah, all, all right. of them. All of them. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Cool. So you want to bribe two? Then are you want, you want the money to go toward the localization? <laughs> like we'll raise a million dollars, give yeah. it to Exceed, and then they'll localize it. That's what you want. Yep. Sure. That works. I'd put money towards that. 
Yeah, there were there were discussions today on Twitter by by indie developers that that model wouldn't actually work for some reason that the only developers can pull this off. I don't know if I buy that. But. Mm. Yeah. Well, the argument so, was made by Exceed, so. Well, give me a break. If you have enough money, you can probably get most things licensed, couldn't you? I'm sure if you had lots well, and lots of money, you could bring over one of those ro- super robot Tyson yeah. games. Well, right? their, their argument is that if they used a Kickstarter to basically fun, uh, self-fund uh, a publishing thing, the publisher might realize, like the people who own the IP would realize that, hey, we could actually make some money out of this and keep it for themselves and self-publish, and make it, uh, publish it themselves instead of giving okay, it. Okay, then you give the money they, back they need, and the, people need, get the game. Apparently they need... They need the risk in order to be able to get the licenses at a decent price, is what they're saying. Ted DiBiase always said everyone's got a price. <laughs> they need the risk <laughs> to get the licenses at a decent oh, price. Well, well, if the risk isn't there... Their argument I mean, if, is if that they, if we if make enough threw... money to pay for the licenses, they'll say, no, you have enough money to pay. We're going to raise the price now? I, the, who well, blinks in that case? <laughs> so what, what you're saying is we could potentially get Falcom to just start... Publishing themselves. Localizing games themselves. I'm, I'm wondering where the bad... Yeah, I know. This is like, where's, okay. Where's the downside? And then Xseed keeps the money as a tip. You know? I don't... <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, wait, where, we got the result we wanted. <laughs> Am I missing the downside or something? Yeah. Let's like, get Falcom to hire all of Xseed. Sorted. <laughs> all sorted. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on here. So here's... To really kick things off, I want you guys to tell me the best RPG from before 2011 that you played, finally got around to playing last year. Yes. Yes. Are we all clicking back to the <laughs> 2010? <laughs> yeah, the completed <laughs> games list from 2010. Yeah, I which has not up. scrolled off the page yet. That's convenient. Okay. I have my answer. Ooh, what I is don't it? have one. Uh, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Ah. I'm going to count them both. I played both of them back to back. Loved them both. Fallout 3 a little bit less because the story was the dumbest thing I had ever seen in a video game. But I liked the rest of it. And you like <laughs> Harvest Moon. You love Harvest Moon stories. <laughs> I tell no, you, I don't. Tides I of Destiny does not have a good story. <laughs> Tides of Destiny is one of the worst things ever created, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. I see. Awesome. No, Fallout, Fallout 3's story was just, it felt like it was written by a five-year-old uh-huh. with Liam Neeson talking, and that hurt me, because it was like, Liam Neeson, you are so awesome, why are you saying this dribble? And then with Fallout New Vegas, it was like, oh yeah, the story's brilliant and awesome, but then it would bug out on me. But I would still take Fallout New Vegas over Fallout 3, because I like the whole faction quests and... <laughs> Um, doing the whole Kaiser quests was actually really interesting, and I actually want to play it again already, despite the fact that Scott has already hidden it from me. So that's a sign that it's a good game. <laughs> Did you play as a woman and do Kaiser's quests, where they're yes. talking about how much they hate women and women are useless and yeah, slaves all yeah. the time? Yeah, I did, and Kaiser's like, but you're a different woman, and I was like, damn right I am. I and killed I him. I, I, I ran the whole quest through, wondering if there'd be some point where he'd start being nice. Uh, the second playthrough, I was a chick. And then when he was like still hating women, everyone still hated women at the end, I was like, ah, I'm going to kill you and go side with someone else. I um, I couldn't save him. You know how like they give you the whole option to pop yeah. the 
medical. I fake that. And I said, oh, he just, he died peacefully. It's okay. <laughs> and they were like, no, we want to murder you. I'm like, no, he's okay. He's in heaven now. It's okay. And they did were you like, kill him oh, on purpose okay. or did you kill yes, him out of ineptitude? Okay. No, I killed him oh, on purpose. That was what I did too. <laughs> it's more fun to kill him on purpose yes, than because yes. you suck at it. <laughs> If you hate women, I'll show you what women doctors can do. And then you just remove his brain and say it was an accident. <laughs> oh, no, I just said a woman. I don't know how to be doctor. That was so racist. <laughs> Thank you, Clay. Going for sex. What else? Whatever. Well, I'm, looking through my, I'm looking through my completed games list last year, and it looks like the only games I completed last year that were RPGs were RPGs that came out last year. I suck at this tale. You I, finished mine, an RPG? I finished My, Deus Ex uh, and I finished um, War, Lord of the Rings War in the North. You, how did you manage to finish it? It's well, not fair. And why didn't you review it? We still don't have a review for that game. Yeah. I was sure. going to review it. Yeah, you review it. I don't want to have to try and play through it again <laughs> and have my saves break. They probably <laughs> patched it by now, right? Times. No? That's part of the challenge. It's yeah. like Demon Souls. When something sucks, do... it's part of the challenge and it's actually awesome. So Mike. with Lord of the Rings, all you got to do is after every chapter, you back up your save file onto a, a, a memory stick. So that as you I go forward, that. if you corrupt, you just reload from your memory stick and then keep going forward again. That is fantastic game design right there. It is. It's great. Um <laughs> That doesn't sound like a bug at all. Sounds like a feature. Did Grubbins on Ice come out in 2011? Or did that come out in 2010? Uh, that came out in 2010, I think. All right. That's my 2011-2010 game of the year. Excellent. All right. Well, Adrian, mine, what's yours? Mine is by default, because I only played two games last year that didn't come out in 2011, and one of them wasn't an RPG. So my winner by default was Cthulhu Saves the World. All right. And I didn't even really play it in 2012 either. I actually finished it on January 1st. So there you go. It still counts. It counts. <laughs> it was a game you finally got around to, oh, for, to playing for the first time. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, considering it came out at the end of 2011, it doesn't really count that much. But yeah, why not? Oh, I know what I did. Um, in 2011, I also started. Um, I didn't finish, but I started. Uh, Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> There's one to finally getting around to. <laughs> Learn to finish games, Chris. I finished games at the beginning of last year. At the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> I finished Bioshock last year. I just got on that. Oh, I st- I, that's been in my backlog for a long time. Hey, we, we, we covered that for about that. two weeks. You can yeah, count that. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So people finally admitted, you know, this really isn't an RPG. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Done. Bioshock. <laughs> All right, Michael, do you have one? Yes. Saga Frontier 2, I finally got around to playing last year. Let me guess. You that- loved it. I did. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. It's was that something you were saving? Seven. Like, that was a special dessert you were saving for later in life? Like, if I play them all now then I won't have anything amazing to play for the first time later. Isn't that the last, the last good one, one though? I'm sorry to say that that is exactly why I was saving it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I only, I only played it because we were doing a backtrack for the Saga series, so... Well, they get is worse after point? that, right? Is... No! Oh, I thought, like, 3 and then Unlimited were, like, really bad, weren't they? 3? Oh, there isn't a 3? 
No. No. Chris, 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 straight, Chris, 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 straight to Unlimited? We all, Chris, we all think they're all really bad. Oh, I, I don't okay. know how these things are getting ranked. <laughs> Why are you playing I don't know these? what he's talking about. They're all good. Oh. Good Except, like 4.5 out of 5 or 5 out of 5? No, like... Uh, good like 11 to, out of 5. Three, no, good like 3 to 3.5. Wait, you can't even choose you, between. Glenn? You want us to add a three point two five because you can't choose between <laughs> no, three said, and three point five. <laughs> Fire him! <laughs> <laughs> no, I said all, most of the saga games would be between. Oh, it's all either them. a three okay, or a three point okay. five. I thought yeah, you were just talking about two. No, right. I'm not saying that one because we're not adding another. No, <laughs> no, we don't need that. <laughs> all right, Alex, you got one. I know yeah. you got one. Yeah, uh, I played uh, Persona Four. It was awesome. Oh, well, that's actually a really good op- choice. Very good choice. Yeah. How have you not played it before? To, before now, seriously. You What's just get PS2. <laughs> yeah, pretty because much. Europe. Well, I stole, I stole my sister's PS2. Also, didn't Europe get it actually quite later? Um, uh, that would be a good excuse sure. too. Did not. We got it before 2011, though. So. Okay. I have to deal with watching a guy playing Persona Four every day right now and yeah. he's just like I don't like this as much as 3 Yosuke annoys me and I have to deal with Yosuke <laughs> ranting so we I had s- to wait for Square Enix to publish it ah <laughs> that's so weird should be Ghostlight or something Your yeah. European <laughs> stuff so Glenn apparently uh, really liked getting around to Saga Frontier <laughs> is, the, is that even a real game <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a torture device it does. No, somebody wrote that in for you here in my uh, my web document. So Yo, it uh, does show up who's doing the edits where it says <laughs> you. anonymous user. No, no, no. Everyone else is anonymous. You're logged in. I just the deleted only it. I'm the one fixing it. You dork. It's, it's anonymous user two five three. It was the one armed man. I deleted it. It was six nine three. So what was your what was your best RP? You had to play something old, right? Yeah, yeah, I played several. Uh, the one I like best, I'll go with Atelier Verona. I like that a lot. Atelier Verona. All right. Yeah. Nice. That's a fun game. All right, and I'm I don't going need to, to rave about it because uh, Sam raved enough about every Atelier game to cover me for several years. So I'm, I'm going good. to also pick arbitrary winners for these categories because there's no point to actually debating over a winner. So I'm going to say the winner, of, the winner of this category is Saga Frontier 2. Yes. No, Corona. No, it's Saga Frontier yes. 2. <laughs> All right, next next category is the best slash worst use of GP, which is our clever way of saying budget. So who wasted all their money or really used it really well? Oh, I got a good one for both. Okay. Uh, my best use of budget, absolutely, Supergiant Games and Bastion. Tiny little budget they had, made a fantastic game. We even gave it our game of the year, so good on them. Mm-hmm. And worst budget, no question in my mind about this, Dead, Dead Island. Oh. Huge yeah. marketing budget, huge budget on the actual game itself, and God, was it terrible. <laughs> Manny liked it for a week or so, I think, and then decided this game is... No, he's done with it. And uh, I, I enjoyed listening to how that came... They released a uh, debug version, right? That you could turn on no clip. No, that w- that's what they released as the retail PC version. Yeah, that's that works. <laughs> yeah. 
Why not? No, I'm not exactly sure how that happened. Wasn't it like an Xbox? De- and it was an Xbox debug version that somehow got on Steam, which is like even yeah, weirder. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it was, but that's somehow that's what they did. Yeah, I think you know it. <laughs> As a promotional stunt, it could have been cool, but no, instead they put all their money into this weird, crazy commercial that had nothing to do with the game in any way, shape, or form, and then tried to assert that it did. That was my that was always my favorite part of their marketing campaign. It's like, that, oh no, this that is trailer, totally... That first announcement trailer was the best part of the game, and that's sad. That is pretty really sad. sad. It, it was better than the game itself. Which opens up, I think, with you getting drunk at some sort of rave or something. No, no, no. That, that was the opening of the actual game. Yeah. The, the original trailer was brilliant. Well, yeah, the trailer was brilliant, was this, but but then the, you get the game and you realize yeah, this was made by this different really people. Bad rap song, really bad <laughs> rap song along with a bunch of, uh, yeah, you're getting drunk at some rave while people are getting eaten by zombies. But you can find that family dead on the island somewhere. It totally ties together. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was another thing that didn't really work at all because you, there, are, you know what? There are no children in the game at all. Oh, there's not a single, not a single bloody child in the game. I never, I never encountered. Well, if there a were children, they would be bloody in that game, but they're not really. Yeah. Probably, probably had something to do with. Uh, I guess uh, they wouldn't have been able to get away with you having having you uh, bash the skulls in of little children, mm-hmm. even if they were zombies. All right. <laughs> Anyone else have any nominees for this bad boy? I'll second Bastion for best. Bastion, yeah. Snowblind for worst. Snowblind, oh, yeah. So they spent all this money getting War in the North. Yeah. Um, What what did they do with all that money in the time? Who who did they pay to test this thing? Ion Zur, the the composer. They had got that guy to do all the music. (laughs) They didn't spend it on testing, obviously. Clearly not. So this is a game that, for the most part, seemed pretty darn solid until you realized that it would randomly, based on you doing something slightly out of the order that they predicted you doing, like going back to visit a previous area while you were on a different quest, it would corrupt your save file and you couldn't go forward anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That works. You know? Why not? No, not so much. I, I changed my mind. My, my best use of budget is now Atelier Totary. I'm, I'm impressed with what Gus does with not much money and how good their games end up looking and sounding. That's fair. Because Dark Souls Especially, makes me cringe. I'm sorry, but Dark Souls looks like a hairy butt, and I'm playing through it all day. Well, Gus, the music in those games is just incredible. Always yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah so ba- Bastion's worthy, too, but yeah. Rorona and Totori definitely both looked really nice for how much money. I mean, they, like, they sell 100,000 copies in Japan and they make money, so I don't know what the hell their budget is, but it's not much. <laughs> well, they're one of the only Japanese developers, I think, that really makes good use of middleware. I didn't know that. So I'm, pretty should, sure uh, that game is, I'm pretty sure that game uses uh, either Havoc or Unreal. I can't remember which one it is. Havoc. Is it Havoc? Yeah. It's Havoc. Uh, those those games look phenomenal, all things considered. I mean, I was playing both of them on a almost 50-inch TV, and they looked so pretty. <gasps> I love you, Toto. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I will also say I'm with Glutton, uh, Totori. Totori. Thunder, I steals it. Alex, what do you got? Uh, worst, I went for Namco Bandai for not thinking they need to actually tell anyone they made games. Oh, they they think they're Sega now. Basically, yeah, not marketing much. at all. Okay. Wait, wait a second. Namco and they have still no makes budget. games. Namco still makes games. This is news to they me. They had like Tales games yeah. and stuff. 
Well, they had yeah. God's Eater Burst as them as well. Oh, God's Eater Burst. I forgot about yeah. that existing. And remember, they did no PR for that at all. Right. That was the most amazing thing ever. It's like, think, here, we put out this game, by the way. I think I did all the PR for that by previewing it. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard of it until Alex. That's long, Alex was their PR for me. Yeah, I went um, to I went to PAX East, and they had a D3 publisher there who published it in the States. Yeah, they didn't show off God's Eater Burst at all, even though I think it came out that same month. I proofread Alex's review, and I still don't remember anything about that game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that means my winner is going to be Namco Bandai. <laughs> for, for having I, I, no advertising. The, I, have a worst. I have a worst. You never asked. Well, you're supposed to just jump in. All right, what is it? Shush. Uh, Xseed for wasting their time publishing Wizardry and then only giving oh. you half the game. Mm. Wait. As much as that- I love Xseed, that was the biggest turd I think I wasted an hour with. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean only giving you half the game? You don't get the whole game. Well, isn't it like DLC or something? It's- yes. Okay. So you just buy the DLC then? No, 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 no. Okay, so it, what it is is, because I think I'm the only staff member that played it this far. You so there are only two dungeons in the game. Okay. One of the dungeons, you get halfway through it, and then this god voice comes down and says, please download the rest of this game in PSN, and then you get to unlock the last half of the dungeon. Okay. So you get all of one wow. dungeon and half of the other, and that's all there is to the game. And it's well, like 20 bucks. Well, and it's you... like downloading the last half of the dungeons, another 10 bucks. So something like that. How much? Oh, and that's it? Just two dungeons? Yeah. Yeah, the dungeon's ten floors, and they're oh. not that big. So you download five floors for $10? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I did not choose to do that, but one <laughs> might. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe they're really big floors. <laughs> they were not big floors. They were they put in big difficulty spikes. That was why I stopped playing. But yeah, it was it was like, you need the key of blah, blah, blah to unlock the last half of this dungeon. And it's like, quick tip, you can only buy this on PSN. Wow. What? See, well, I love Xseed. I love Xseed, but I thought that was just the dumbest thing ever. When Glenn had told me that, I'm like, wow. So here's just extra money grab, acquire. Way to go. Wow. It was also a, a rough job by Xseed in general, so I don't think they spent a whole lot of money localizing and testing it. No, they put it out on, I, somebody I put it out on iOS. <laughs> I noticed the amount of typos, and I was kind of yeah. like, yeah, this is not your best effort here guys yeah, text scrolls off the bottom of the screen so you can't read oh, it if there's too much text yeah valhalla Knights sort of thing maybe worse well valhalla Knights had weird typos in it where it was like stuff was clearly not translated from japanese the same way by the same person this was more like a text bubble would only hold three lines and there'd be like six lines of text so you'd first see the first three and a half and then the rest would be off your screen <laughs> and you click wow. next and it would all be gone all right, so for only seventeen ninety nine on the iPhone, you could get the whole game. It was also a shitty game. Bargain. Yeah, it, it's not worth that kind yeah. of money. And I, I love first-person crawlers, and I loved Acquire's last game I played. It was just, this yeah. was not good. All right, well, that sounds terrible, but I'm still going with Namco Bandai because um, the points don't Yay. matter. So, yeah. Oh. I like making fun of Namco. <laughs> That's what it is. The, it sucked the first time, but gave it a second shot. And it still sucked award. In other words, you're poor or stupid award. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like. This I can one. only afford one yeah, game a year. <laughs> so I don't imagine I you all. Wizardry. No. I, is that is that really? I don't imagine you all will have one for this one. But this is a game that you tried, put it down, and said, "What a terrible game." Then came back and tried it again because all oh, people must be right. I'm just and it still Actually, sucks. I've got a great one for this right. one. It's a fantastic one. Right. So around the beginning of the year, um, Sam was nice enough to. Mail me a co- uh, well, I paid her for it, but she mailed me a copy of Ice Three. What's on, Ice uh, Three? Uh, East East. Oh, sorry, East. Oh, East oh my 3. god. Okay. East Three on the Super Nintendo. Ooh. So it's the original Super Nintendo copy. So it's I started okay, Mike. playing. I'm with you, Mike. But keep it in. Okay. <laughs> I started okay. playing it, and it was so freaking terrible. It was so just. This is not as good bad. as the PSP remake. No, here, here here's where it gets fun. Oh. Okay, so I, I played that. I gave up on it eventually. I said, you know what? Screw it. It's not worth playing. It's not worth my time. So I put it down. And then a little later, the PSP remake came out. I started playing that, hoping to uh, see if it was better, giving the game a second shot, as it were. And no, no, it wasn't. It was still pretty damn awful. Oh, don't tell me that. Like oh, they had such good Twitter buzz this year. Oh. I really didn't like E3 at all. So there you go. That's, hey, Mike, do you want to take this one? This one. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I know both of you guys Ooh. love it. So. <laughs> All right. The original version of East 3 is awful. <laughs> it, 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 no matter what system you buy it for. And the remake is amazing. Especially the, PS, the PC version. PC version is better. Well, now I've got a he said, that she said. She said. Or he said, he said. So yeah, I don't know who I to think, believe now. I think that is the best game in the series. East, Oath, and Fogana. Well, that means the series is pretty bad. Yeah, hey, Adrian, <laughs> don't give any second chances to the other six. <laughs> no, I, I loved E7. E7 was great. E7 is amazing. We, but 3s is even better than amazing? No, I just didn't like 3. I just couldn't... No, I, I mean, like for Mike, Mike, Mike just said 7 was amazing, but he also just said 3 was the best in the series. Yeah, I didn't, I'm not saying 7 wasn't good. I just think that, no, and not 3. Stop calling it 3. Oath and Fogana. It is no, it's not called E3. Can you shorten that to something that's one syllable for me? Um, oath? East Oath? Does that, <laughs> okay, does that oath. work for you? Fine, it works. Why, why don't we call it the East 3? Or what? Because it, it really... Cause other it, than, it transcends the original craftitude that was E3? Play, yeah, it doesn't play anything like the original. Other than, well, neither do like the three different versions of Ease 1 and 2, right? <laughs> No, those are very similar. Except for the ones that let you not run into enemies yeah, to kill them. Yeah, like those? Yeah. <laughs> Except for all of that, they're all the same. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> the ones with a different battle system, but let's not count that. I will say all, the original sound, the soundtrack is amazing. That's the only thing I'll give to East 3. Okay. The soundtrack is fantastic. Uh, what, on which version? On both versions. Okay. Butt the, Rock the, for the win? The Super Nintendo version is just much more 8-bit-ish. Ah, I like that. It should be 16-bit-ish. Well, 16-bit-ish. They, you know, they, don't, I mean. they were being They're rebellious. We don't need beaky. those extra 8-bits. <laughs> <laughs> we did ours 8-bit style. All right, anyone else have any good nominees for this? I yes. do. Okay, go for yeah. it. Uh, Sam? Uh, mine was Hyper Dimension Neptunia. Oh. <laughs> I would give this game a second shot. Yeah, you have enough games to play. Why aren't you playing this again? Because the Thunder Tits reference made me laugh. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and that uh, was 10 hours into the game, so you had to play it 10 hours again no, to reach that I, line, to giggle, I, to realize I, it sucked. I played an hour of it, then I put it away. Then I played another hour of it and said, okay, it's going back in the pile to be sold back. See, I was See, actually I, supposed I to, to originally... 
Well, the funny thing is, I was supposed to originally review it, and then I got Arsenal Koga, and I said, "Hey, Adrian, you get Neptunia. It's yours. I don't want it." <laughs> so I got one the better game. Give, the, the one thing I'll give to that game is that it was hilarious. Oh, terrible, and that's just terrible it. game, but it was hilarious. And that's Miss the Ameri- thing, like Miss America really did a fantastic job localizing it. Well, that's just it. The localization from what I did play was great. But I just couldn't get over how awful the healing system in that game is and how awful that, the combat that was. The healing system is mind-boggling. I still don't understand how they made that system work. I mean, it just makes so little sense. It's so stupid. In my review, I mathematically proved why it could never work. I did that in a review. <laughs> Excellent. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Awesome. So math wins. That's what I'm hearing. All right, Alex, what was your pick? I mistakenly tried to review Agorist Zero. Oh. Ooh. Twice? That was a bad idea. Twice? Well, you played it twice? I played Xenoblade in between, so I thought I'd balance it out by playing it a bad game. Oh, okay. all, the, all the terror you've just gone through. <laughs> How does Idea Factory keep getting work? I don't understand this. <laughs> so you played it, and it was terrible. Then you played the best JRPG ever, and they were like, maybe after that, this will seem less bad. And it didn't? <laughs> that was your thought process? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, that, that one didn't work process. out for you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. It shouldn't surprise any of you that uh, Idea Factory had a hand in uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Does not surprise me at all. <laughs> All right, Michael's got one, doesn't he? Yes. Oh, boy. I'm kind of ashamed of this one. Oh, so am I. Lord of Arcana. Oh, dude, what are you doing? I don't know. I what thought... Are you... uh, this I really is the think... award for idiots. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking up thinking, well, this looks like an interesting Monster Hunter clone, and it was garbage. And then, for some reason, after I got bored of the Monster Hunter I was playing, I went back to it, and no, it was still garbage. It's... It's probably the worst Monster Hunter clone out there. It's just tedious and boring. I don't know what else I can say about it. Don't buy Lord of Arcana. Don't take a free copy of Lord of Arcana. (laughs) Glenn, did you do anything stupid in this category? Nah, I don't have anything that would really fit. I I have a couple games I stopped and restarted, but they, they didn't suck. I didn't really do anything that fully fits into this, but I did... Okay, so you know I didn't like White Knight Chronicles. So I, for some reason, I went out and bought White Knight Chronicles 2 to give that a shot because I thought, this will surely be better. (laughs) Guess what? It's not any better. And this time I couldn't even bring myself to finish the game. Like I forced myself to finish the first one just so I had the right to fully complain about it. Chris, I have a beat on that. Oh? I thought White Knight Chronicles was terrible and... Not only did I buy White Knight Chronicles 2, but I imported the PSP White Knight Chronicles oh, from Europe. What? <laughs> yes. The PSP? <laughs> yes. What is on? Yeah. What is that one? <laughs> is it called Origins or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. This is why you think Saga Frontier 2 is excellent. Wait, so did you do that before <laughs> or after you played White Knight Chronicles 2? Uh, I think that was before. So, so you played the most middling, mediocre game they've, that has ever been created by any company. Then yep. you import pr- the PSP version of it, find out it's no better, and then yep. you went out and bought the sequel? 
This yep. is what we call Which... Trie syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Helsinki syndrome, isn't it? Or whatever that's called. <laughs> I, I actually syndrome. legitimately thought it might have been better. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. Good job. At least, hey, at least I found somebody to actually buy my copy of the White Knight Chronicles. Oh, how'd you PSG. pull that off? I don't know. I put it up on eBay, and someone you actually didn't tell what it was, paid did me you? money for it. At least people liked it. I did not. You told them it was a copy of Earthbound for PSP or something, didn't you? Like rare no. NES no. single print. All right. No, I put it up as White Knight Chronicles, and somebody bought it. All right. This next one is the award for me. It's called the Missed Out Award, the RPG you really wanted to play but didn't. Uh oh! Are you about to name twenty games? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to. I have to look through this whole list and pick because there's so you many. <laughs> just one, right? I uh, have I'll one. Wait. Yeah. Mine was Tactics Ogre. That was oh. the one game I wanted to play all year, and I just never got oh. around to it. And the worst part was I bought that. it for ten bucks. Oh wow! So you like, got a good I deal. No wow. Sweet. <laughs> But I don't know I mean, that buying a game for cheap actually means you have to play it quickly. No, no. It was more of just, it's Matsuno. So I, I can't say his name. Yeah, Matsuno. Matsuno. Case, yeah, You're Matsuno. close enough. I, I love Final Fantasy Tactics. And everyone just said, you know what? Tactics Ogre is a great series. You're going to love, you know, let us cling together. So I bought it. And it's just one that I, I had my eye on since they were showing uh, pre-release stuff. And, you know, it, I'm just mad I didn't get to it. What do you say about the other game? If it had thunder tits, you'd have played it? Is, is that what the expression you used earlier? <laughs> <laughs> you like the thunder tits, so you tried uh, that Neptune game twice? I do like thunder tits, Glenn. There are no thunder tits in Tactics Ogre. Yeah. But you've got thunder tits, Glenn, I wish, don't I w- you? I wish we didn't have them in the show, so that's always good, too. Um, I play with them all the time. Oh, beautiful. That's just... That's just awesome. That's why I'm looking forward to Maruru. I'm expecting lots of 10-year-olds with thunder tits. That happens. Hey, hey, in Artsnelico Koga, Saki could have been like a 10-year-old oh, with giant God, tits. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she speaks she in baby talk, which is even worse. So most of the game, you're pretty sure that Saki should have been playing with her boobs the whole time. And just I have didn't. one. I have one. And please, so enough with the breasts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> enough with the breasts so I can tell you this one. The Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. <laughs> why didn't you play it? I understand why you wanted to. Uh, I Because I'm stupid. Star Wars came out or something. I have it sitting on my pile. Of shame. Well, it's more than two hours long, and you can't play it on an iPhone, so that's yes. two things against it. <laughs> can't play it on the iPhone yet. Yet. It's yet. coming, I think. Yeah, it is coming. Yes, currently. it is. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to play it on the iPhone. I have, you know, I put, uh, the, I put it on my PSP and play on the TV, so. Maybe you'll get lucky. When it comes on the iPhone to make it fit, they'll cut out all the combat, and it'll make the game much better. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm with Glenn. I hated the combat in that uh, game. I love the combat. <laughs> The combat is stupid. This game would have been better had it had no combat. I am like 100% with Glenn. The combat was just wreck. It was awful. But but it has a jazzy battle theme. Oh, no, the music's great. The music's great. (laughs) I love the music. The combat was crap. I agree with Glenn. Glenn said the combat was total dreck and crap. Wait, Oh, shut up, Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm agreeing with you. 
I said it would be a mild improvement. You, no, you said it would be much better, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Not mild improvement. In any case, I like I uh, like so is it just Fury. is it just Sam and I that have games that we didn't get around to playing? Oh. Uh, there's one I'd say. Oh, all right, me. Adrian. Um, I don't know if it really counts or not. I'd say Xenoblade Chronicles. It, oh, I know it's okay. coming out this year in the U.S. I, it, the only reason I didn't play it was because it's in Europe and I didn't want to import it. Yeah. So that's that's my vote. That's what I was going to say too. I I really wanted to play it, and as has been discussed, it's not that hard to import. I just didn't because I'm lazy. So good. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. In a few so months. that's Glenn's answer too. It is Glenn's answer too. All right, and Alex, what's yours? I wanted to play Atelier Tatori. Mm. Why didn't you? Yes, I had other games. <laughs> like Xenoblade. <laughs> and apparently, um, Agarest Zero. <laughs> Agarest yeah. Zero. Oh uh, yeah, yeah that, multiple that times. <laughs> that was probably not and the best God, choice. God's Eater Burst. I've never heard of it, so it must be terrible. Yeah. Oh, There's like no that. way God's Eater Burst is going to be better than Totori. Mm. Probably not. <laughs> all right, that's Michael, actually, you got one? That's actually my choice, God's Eater Burst. Oh, oh all right. Why do I, you want to play that? I like those Monster Hunter type games. So, And it looked like a pretty interesting one with, and with apparently a really good soundtrack. So I actually recently yes. picked it up, so I'm on my way to... Fixing not having played it. What did you play last year that didn't let you have time for God's Eater Burst? Um, Saga Frontier 2, one of the 100 hour ones that takes a walkthrough to do. Tactics Ogre, Zelda, Dark Souls, um, Legend of Heroes. Yeah. Eat that. That's about two months of gaming in Glen World. What's the other 10 months? <laughs> that's, that's a decade of gaming in my uh, world. <laughs> I could give you the whole list if you want. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, you know, How long I really is hope... Burst? I actually don't know that. Alex, you are the one that played it. How yeah, long was how it? How long is it? Yes. Uh, I think it was about 40 hours. It's basically got two stories. It's got the original God Eater story, and then there's like another 20-hour story on the end of that. Oh, that oh, that's sounds the, exciting. where the burst happens? <laughs> yeah. So does having a story make Monster Hunter better? Uh, I never played the original Monster Hunter because it didn't have a story. Oh, of course. So I'll so say yes. Apparently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wait, really... You, you don't need friends to play God Eater Burst, right? No. Uh, that is why it is a superior game. You can game. play Monster Hunter games by themselves. They're easier by yeah, yourself. You can get cat companions, yeah. so you're not playing it by yourself. Yeah. Cat companions are not a great sell. <laughs> but they're hilarious. I'm really hoping that Monster Hunter 4 is something new and special and different. Because something like that trailer they showed, because that could be special, and also that it comes out here with online multiplayer. So I'm probably I, dreaming. I I just saw some rumors that we might get Monster Hunter 3G with online play. So no, maybe they do the same thing with four. Doing that. Uh, hmm. I need to find someone to play Monster Hunter Try with, like actually consistently sit down and play it with. Didn't you just say they're better single player? No, I didn't say they were better. I said you could play them. I, didn't I say play you, that with you I didn't you say sometime. you want to. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cat in Try kind of sucks. It's a lot better in 3G. but Just like yeah. real cats. But I, I don't want to play crappy the PSP. companions. Yeah, I don't want the... Shush. The cats are awesome. <laughs> I don't want to play 3G, though, because it's on the PSP. You know? No, three, no 3G is oh, the 3DS one. It is, okay. Yeah, portable oh, 3. Oh, I need the circle pad. Oh, Ugh. 
You don't have to play with the circle pack. Yeah, but you should. Yeah, I agree. You should. <laughs> <laughs> you, you physically can't do the claw on the 3DS. Like, it's not designed for human hand. Yeah. Uh, so now you've surprised me by telling me that. So so let's talk about our biggest... It's a terrible transition. Yep. <laughs> the biggest yes, surprise of the year. <laughs> what game surprised us the most? Either by being really awful or really awesome. Xenoblade by existing. Xenoblade for existing. <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. That's a pretty good one. Oh, wait, I didn't pick a winner of the last category. Um, Tatori! Um... I'm going. Well, there was two people said Xenoblade, so I should obviously pick God's Eaters. Tatori, <laughs> Xenoblade. Gosh darn it! <laughs> and the uh, it sucked the first time game what? is going to White Knight Chronicles two because I'm just so angry at it. Yeah, it's terrible. Game. That, that's acceptable. Wait, but it's better than it's better than Agora Zero though, right, Alex? <laughs> no, I, just... I really should have known better. So I yeah, that one has to win. All right. So, I have one. Yes. Uh, Hunted the Demon's Forge. Oh. I actually really liked it. Oh. I second this. Oh this is, God, that's what? actually that's that's my that's my pick for this as well. Actually, I actually had a lot of fun playing this game. I mean, I know it's kind of like third-person shooter, just in a fantasy world with bows and swords. But um, first off, the two main characters, I love their banter between each other. I like that there's no sexual <laughs> tension between them. I love that Lucy Lawless plays a big tit woman who is like... Right, Thunder Tits, that's it. The biggest surprise for you, the best game was the one that surprised Thunder Tits. Say that word! Dude, it was all about Lucy Lawless, come on. I love Lucy Lawless. If she so was, was a small-chested sprite is she that the said, main hey, look, listen, over and over again all game, you wouldn't have been like Lucy Lawless. You'd have been like, that fairy needed Thunder Tits. Dude, Lucy Lawless, best thing ever about the game. But all things considered, the multiplayer is really fun and hunted. If you yeah. have a friend to play it with, it can be a really fun game. Yeah. Right? So this is this is yeah. my theory. Adrian, did you play it with a friend or by yourself? I played it on my own actually, oh, and uh, I still had my fun theory. with it. <laughs> I was going to no, say it's... my theory is that this is just one of the few RPGs that has co-op play, and you guys are just swayed by experiencing co-op. But uh, it sounds like that's not it either. So. No, you know what? It's just it's it's. The mechanics are a little rough, but it's still a lot of fun. Like they're they're not terrible in any way. They they work, they work just fine. Um, and it's got it does a lot of really cool things. Like the, like Sam said, the banter between the characters is hilarious, and the story is actually not that bad. Uh, it's got a great twist towards the end as well, if, uh, involving the gameplay. There's uh these things you can use over the course of the game, and if you use them, it changes the ending. Okay. So it and then I, I and murder the happens. There's a lot of murder if you eat if yes. you drink one of those things, so it's pretty <laughs> awesome. I like murder in games, apparently. That works. Also, the achievement names in that game were also brilliant. Yeah, there was, was nothing better than unlocking an achievement that said "Hello, nurse," and me going, "Oh, animaniacs! I love you." Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun playing that game co-op as well, even though we we ran into some weird bugs, but, did, you know, it was still a lot of fun. And, Wait, you know, are you picking at, this too? No, that's not my, <laughs> that's not my pick, but oh, okay. because I, I played that as PAX and I expected it to be pretty decent, so it wasn't really a surprise. But I agree oh. that it was pretty good. It's a surprise for me because it's a game I likely wouldn't have played, truthfully. Wait, you were at PAX and we didn't meet up? 
PAX East. Oh, you went to PAX Fake. Got yeah. What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Don't you live in Toronto? <laughs> Not me. Oh. Niels doesn't. I do. Wait. <laughs> Michael does. Wait, wait, Sam. Wisconsin is practically Toronto. Well, yeah, it's almost the same. <laughs> the, the Niagara Falls reach all the way over here from from New York. Um, it's close to me. Yeah, close. Will is right next to you. Uh, I I I've got one that I was shocked by. Um, it turns out Ocarina of Time isn't a bad game. Duh! And it took the 3DS remake of this for me to realize this. Um, <sighs> But that was your biggest the, surprise the, of the, the year. The, bill, I, the I billions and one billions of people who <laughs> proclaim it the best game of all time didn't give you a clue. No, because they were wrong. And but oh, that God. jerk running around with the bunny mask was like exemplified how much I hated that game and how boring it was and how much it looked like muddied crap on the N64. It just turned out I just needed a... Uh, it was know, the little... third dimension you couldn't see before that really made it great. It, no, it's a <laughs> tiny little bit of spit shining that Nintendo gave to it. That's, it's just... It got through uh, my graphic coreness, and I was able to appreciate it. The amazing game. graphics of the 3DS no, is the, what made you no, fall like in love I said, with this the game. tiny bit of spit shining is, I, I believe, the phrase I said. So don't don't construe that too too wildly. <laughs> One day when you play a PSP game, it's going to really blow your mind. <laughs> All right, so what is wrong with you people? <laughs> oh, uh, it wasn't guys. me that time. Yeah, I expected it to be. Michael, you've got one, right? No? Yes. Yo, okay. Dungeon Siege 3. Dungeon Siege 3. For being uh, worse than you expected. No, for being better than oh I expected. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was expecting it to be just kind of a middling Diablo clone. And it I was actually... a middling Diablo clone. <laughs> no, I really... It wasn't <laughs> even a good middling Diablo clone. <laughs> it's not even a Diablo clone. It's got a yes, it is. No, it doesn't. What surprised it's... you about it? I'm still not grasping this. How bad the voice awful. acting was? Then it wasn't awful. It, <laughs> what uh, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't amazing so either. You <laughs> bought the game and played it yeah. expecting awful, and then it was not quite awful, well, and that was a great I surprise for you. I didn't buy it. I got a free <laughs> review copy. Oh, his opinion is bought you off. If you got a free yes, review copy, it. how did I get my review up before you did? He was uh, so enamored with it, he couldn't bring himself <laughs> to finish it and end the fun. <laughs> Dungeons H3. I don't know what p- class you played, but I what had an absolute did you play? blast. The wizard. The wizard. Yes, I, I had an absolute wizard. blast. Oh, wait, the girl that the turns into a fire alarm memo? No, the old guy. Oh, he wasn't in the demo, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gave it a four. Did I approve this? Yeah. Did I approve that four? I don't think you have to approve it. Uh, I'm pretty sure well, you I, If I proved it. it, I would have. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I did prove it. You would have just this. edited yeah. it to a three. <laughs> <laughs> You're no. not allowed to give this send me the raw file. This I don't is obviously a typo. Sneakily go back and change his scores. No, it was obviously a typo. So no, I re- I really enjoyed that game, oh. and I have played more of it since, and I haven't changed my opinion. I like the I. I think that getting rid of potions, getting rid of that annoying kind of item management, and you know tying everything into the combat made it made it a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, no one agrees with me, but that—that—that. That, that, well, what is the main difference? What is it that other people hate about this game that you think is fantastic? 
I mean, I don't know. You have to tell them. I don't what think anyone hate hated anything about this game. It's just not. It's not impressive in any way. It 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 strives to be average. That's what it is. Yeah. It didn't go out of the way to uh, oh, oh, Michael, did you play Dungeon Hunter before playing that game? Maybe that's why your expectations were so messed up. <laughs> no, I've never played Dungeon Hunter oh, okay. or even Torchlight or... Hey, hey, Chris, yeah. remember like Dungeon Hunter? Uh, remember how much fun we had? We did, only because it permits co-op and we're so co-op starved. This is where my theory came from. I think we made more lulls than we did the game. Yep, we sure oh did. God. Yeah. That was fun. It proves that we should get more multiplayer games because they are by themselves fun just for letting us do that. You should record us saying and then put it at the beginning of the cast every time someone says Thunder Tits drink. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. That's it. That's my new opening to the uh, my new opening to the, the show. Yep. What What about Glenn? You have one. You were surprised by something. Okay, I'll surely. say I'll say bastion but not for the obvious reason that it was great and i wasn't expecting it to be but it was because i bought this off uh adrian's review and adrian's one of those reviewers that likes action rpgs a lot more than i do i have the mindset that an action rpg the difference between that and an action game is an action rpg Wait, has so a you're slow, picking bastion because system. adrian was right about it but the last game I bought that was an action RPG like this <laughs> off an Adrian review was Death Spank, and uh, it didn't live up to the Adrian hype in, in my world. So this, I, it, thought, this is, it actually is because Adrian was right about it. This is yes. why you're picking Bastion. I am the king of the universe! Well, I can usually tell from his reviews if this is going to be a bad Glenn action RPG or one I enjoy. But I was off with Death Bank, but I tried this one anyway because he liked it so damn much. So, Adrian, and he was right. He was Glenn, right. It was Glenn my favorite just game said class. you've had one review right out of your entire career here. <laughs> no, I, I played Near because of him. Oh, and all right, didn't like two. Quite that much, but oh, Near. Oh, oh, you were wrong about that. Sorry. I guess I played Near because of him too. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I, mean, I don't disagree with him all the time. Just sometimes, but yeah, no. Most so that was time. a surprise. I was like. <laughs> Part of me was ready for this to be another death spank where I get bored of it and like this is terrible, blah 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 blah. But it was it was a great game, so that was my surprise. I hate action RPGs and I hate stupid indie games with their low budgets and their charm. How dare they have low budgets? <laughs> How dare they have charm? Well, so that's, I don't that's a big deal for me. That my favorite I, I game of last year was a crappy indie game. If you're gonna hate an indie game, have hate them for having like over. You know, Jonathan Blow like uh, producer developers who get overly artsy fartsy and up their own butts or something, but just for having a small budget. <laughs> All right, so something that was really surprising this year is that like a bunch of these little RPGs just keep coming out on Steam and from RPG Maker and stuff, and they're making news and people are buying them. So, this is a topic mostly for Sam and Alex. <laughs> Which of these little PC exclusive RPGs was the best of the year? I didn't play a good indie RPG. I think the only one that came close was Faded Haven, and that's an <laughs> RPG Maker game. I think Ouch. that was the best one I played, and I think I only gave it a 3.5, which is good. Hey, was West last year or the year before? <laughs> the year before. <laughs> Don't remind me of West and how incredibly special she it was. Made, she made the developer cry. Cry. I <laughs> right, I know. Made him cry. See... He was like, I'm just 17. You're so mean, Sam. <laughs> and we had to delete I, yeah. that out of the forums. I actually do so, feel bad about that, but um, I yeah, don't. The poor guy. I, I want she, to feel she bad. Printed, she printed off that response and pasted it up on our wall. It's a motivational thing for me. 
Because <laughs> oh, I hate terrible. video games. Yes. That's because your review was like, it's religious and you're wrong, so you're going to hell. It has nothing to do with it being religious. I just don't buy the whole, the guy dies eating a pie, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, it's his fault. He was stupid enough to eat the pie, and that's why he died. It's like so. You told him his religion was wrong, and he's going to hell. Wait, exactly. Wait, wait. You're and you're cry. attacking religious. And uh, Sam, you're attacking the MacGuffin. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's there was a lot of really, really. Okay, there's got to be more than more just like the MacGuffin. A, it sounds more <laughs> like she's attacking the McMuffin from the sounds of that description. <laughs> All things considered, I wish people would go and buy West just to have some entertainment. <laughs> you just well, want feel, pe- No, you just no, want your I'm opinion sorry. validated sorry, so you don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> here's my thing. Here's my thing with West. Why are we that talking about worst? West? <laughs> That's no. my doing, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best and worst hour and a half of my life. Ouch. Does Scott know that? What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, best. Scott watched me play West. He was sitting there with the popcorn going, wow, this is hilarious. He's it like, this is so much better than me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up, Glenn. That's Shut awful. Up. You told so me awful. when I proofed your review that it made you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> how, that your, how was that <laughs> the best part? Like okay. the back of a Volkswagen? It made me feel really uncomfortable because of the whole way it was forcing... Oh, religion into my face and I'm not generally a very religious person um, and I don't like games that try to force one specific mindset onto players especially because I just don't find that to be kind of fair the game was pretty much saying if you do not help your fellow man you're going to hell and I'm thinking I help my fellow man and nothing's happened lately okay <laughs> there's just uh, you know what there's just so much wrong with West that I just I don't want to remember it. I hate you guys. I'm leaving. <laughs> Great. Was I wasn't even, even like... asking you about Wes. What did you play this year? <laughs> I'm trying to find out. In 2011, okay. Look, what in are these new PC like exclusives that just keep coming okay. out? Were any of them good? Alex, please. You can save us, right? Uh, it was pretty good. So, that, you, you played that this year. Yeah, if it came out last year. It did? Oh, it's not on the thing. All right. So there. Play Azalea. Play Faded Haven. No, that's the game on the porn site. <laughs> it's Shush, Azalea. it's not a big deal. Uh, it's not Are a big deal. Are you afraid of a porn just, site? Just carefully. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that unreligious Sam doesn't. She plays games on porn all the damn time. She keeps porn up while she's gaming. That's how unreligious Sam is. <laughs> Chris, don't you be putting your Christian views on her. You're right. What was I thinking? Oh my god. Now I'm going to be a heathen for the rest of my life. Thank you Thank for well, whoever. If you Christian. play games while watching porn, you deserve to be. <laughs> Wow. I don't know where this is going anymore. <laughs> me neither. So, winner is Aselia. Hey, hey, wait. What about me? Hey, I play whoa, PC whoa, whoa, games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, what? 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 Oh, okay. Just Glenn. because you don't play PC games because you play Mac games doesn't mean no one else does. I don't does. even play Mac games. All right, go ahead. Hit me. I'll take uh, Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac. That came out last year? Yes. 
Yeah, it was on our, it was on our spreadsheet. Whoa, so well, many people so, typing at once. Yeah, but Sam so, is like Sam did not pick that as a best game. That was by default, as in the not the lowest road. <laughs> no. I, I liked Binding of Isaac. It was it was a roguelike. It was you know a randomized dungeon crawler in that yes. sense, and it had way more items in the game than you would ever see in a hundred playthroughs. But it also had a you know gross aesthetic to it where everything was bleeding on you and there was mucus everywhere and like there i remember there was one boss that had two like i guess two heads and one head would spit blood at you and the other head would spit crap at you and and like uh when you got low on health when you walked from room to room your warning that you were low on health was you would pee on the floor a little bit so i'd be like i'd see the pee on the floor and be like oh i'm low on health i should use a healing item i mean it was uh so i had that aesthetic to it which i love but i also i like well done randomized dungeon callers are nice because you have to rethink the strategy each time. So it, was a, it wasn't a great game, but it was fun and it was a well done game. Now there's a game that should make you feel like a heathen. You get to kill your mother at the end. It is excellent. All right. I like my mom. <laughs> your she- mom is trying to kill you and she's the one that steals all your clothes. Oh, like, yeah, you can be naked in the game. That's funny. You're, yeah. I'm not even the items are all horrible. Game. Like there's like a coat hanger, but when you get the coat hanger no. item, it's like stabbed through your head. No. So you're running around with the coat hanger stabbed through your head, no. and it increases your tears. Your attacks are tears. You cry so on things and they die. So and like you stab the coat hanger through your head, it makes your this tears. This game more was powerful. just designed to be offensive, wasn't it? I think I'll say designed for me, but oh, I'll okay. take that. <laughs> Same thing, Michael. Did you have one? Yes, Avedon the Black Fortress. Avedon the Black Fortress. Yes. From is it better than 13-2? Yes, it is. Oh, you're full of crap. <laughs> All right. So Avedon really the Black good. Fortress, this is like one of 28 Avedon games? No, 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 no. Those, you're thinking of Avernum. Oh, okay. Which I can, can't fault you for since the sounds very, very similar. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is actually a little bit more streamlined from that series, and probably a bit more friendlier to people not Wait, used is it to. The same kind of people. The, yeah, Spider oh, okay. Software. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that same classic turn-based so PC this is style a RPG. Three quarters isometric perspective in the vein of uh, Baldur's Gate, right? Yeah, except the graphics are terrible. But that's well, okay. So were the graphics in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I thought the so. graphics were terrible in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. They were great then, but not so much now. <laughs> you're not. If you're buying this game for the graphics, you've wasted your money. Oh, you're, you're right. These are worse for than the Baldur's gameplay Gate and the graphics. story. Yeah, but wow. you know, it's, it's got a it's got a fun story. It's got r- classic, really fun, challenging gameplay, and um, it's just really good. I gave it a four out of five. Okay. Uh, and like I said earlier, available for Mac which and makes PC. it your lowest score you've ever handed out. <laughs> I kid, you, I kid, did, kid. Did you forget that I had to review Cladoon? <laughs> no, I, I remember that, and I'm thankful because that I was you know, that was the last game I was supposed to review that they gave me a copy of, and I just didn't do it. So you doing it was a weight off my shoulders, and you hated uh, it just as much as I did. It was very therapeutic. Uh, uh, the memories. Uh. That's that's an example of a typical action RPG. Agent would have reviewed that and been like four out of five, and I would have had to figure out why I would what? hate it and not buy Clay it. Dune? Yeah, <laughs> Clayton looks awful. I, I don't even want to touch that game. It's it's, it's just like Death Spank, only pixelier. Pixelier. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm kidding. All right, I say the winners Avedon because it's not on a yes. porn site. All right, so worst most offensive Avedon. attempt at multiplayer. 
See, it's not on the website. What? No, not on a porn site. <laughs> oh. Uh, All right, Chris. Chris is putting our answer. I know on what the our answer sheet. is: Dungeon Hunter, Hunter Alliance, Alliance for PSN. Because it was lull testing. Oh awful. So this wait, is, you're saying? I yeah, we 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 had we had the Vita. No, is that what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. Gameloft should not be allowed to make Diablo clones anymore. Is what we're saying. So people loved this game on iOS because they had nothing else. This game came out for the PS3, and what did it give us? Terrible quest writing, terrible quest objectives, horribly unbalanced monster rooms, unfun objectives and loot finding, and things being bound to the wrong people that then you have to spend 20 minutes trading for no good reason. And and actually, the multiplayer kind of worked. I just hate the game so much that I'm nominating yeah, this. Yeah, that sounds fun. You're supposed to make it sound <laughs> not fun. Sam, help me out here, because you wrote the review and i gave it a beautiful two out of five <laughs> mm. you know what well, we that's had not helping fun. me out very much Look, actually <laughs> here's the deal we had fun because we were playing it together not because it was a good game no we had fun watching anna randomly die and me getting stuck in corners and michael <laughs> complaining the whole time that this game is awesome and stupid at the same time yes <laughs> It was basically I don't know how many times he defended and then was like, "This game's stupid." <laughs> he was we having so like... much fun playing with other people that it's like, I, I'm telling you, for for anti-social RP gamers, you have a little bit of multiplayer, and all of a sudden they think it's the best thing ever, and then they don't realize that you know, no, it's not. Well, so and, and that was the problem because reviewing it, it was like. I remember how much fun I had, but then I had to remember how bad a game it actually was mechanically. <laughs> and it I'm going to throw, throw in another yep. uh, suggestion here. Not because it's the, uh, a, a bad Hunted the Demon at, Forge? Oh, no, no, no. It is, this, this game is not because it's a bad attempt at multiplayer. It's because it wasn't attempted at all, and it should have been. All right. Skyrim? Torchlight. Torch. Uh, Wait, this is a that game didn't that come out this year. It did on yes, the it did. Oh, work. they should have added multiplayer while they were working on their second game. So oh, you, they very much you, should have. I mean, it, this, even this, though this the port wasn't that, even done by them, they should have had it's it. It's been a first, year and a half. All right, they should have had it in the first place. I don't understand why it wasn't there to begin with. But I they mean, have to completely redo the game to add multiplayer. This is supposed to be a quick and easy cash in port for 360, and you're criticizing them for not remaking the entire game for multiplayer. No, I'm. I'm criticizing them for making a blatant copy of a game whose sole selling point no, was the fact that it no, had multiplayer. No, they were copying Diablo 1. Now they're copying Diablo 2. See, that's the mistake you're making. <laughs> this was a blatant copy of Diablo 1. Well, why would anyone want to copy Diablo 1? Because it had Diablo the best one. story out of the Diablo games. But Diablo 1 even had multiplayer. Torchlight so didn't, didn't even have a story. Tor- that's the problem. <laughs> Torchlight's story sucks. <laughs> They, didn't, they forgot to copy that part. <laughs> there's no awesome manual. There's no there's no cane saying stay a while and listen. There's just nothing. It's just, uh. Uh, so that, that's my that's my vote. Start right. Torchlight for not having multiplayer at all. Okay, Michael. Uh, I'm loath to talk about this game again, but War in the North. Oh, not. Not necessarily because it was... Pretend like you haven't talked about it yet and go. <laughs> Not necessarily because the playing multiplayer isn't fun, but because of the bugs, it's just 
is a tedious experience. Well, it's really fun. Uh, here's what they did wrong in multiplayer. So if you're not both on the same quest at the same step, you cannot proceed the story together. One of you will proceed the story and the other one will not. And that same step can include talking to an NPC for some flavor text that you don't really care about. If you don't go do that, you're not caught up and you can't proceed the story together. What's worse is you can get into these situations due to their save bugging that you'll be brought into missions. You can't be it because your game shouldn't be there. And then you just, you're just corrupted and messed up and it's just... It's like if they didn't think Ugh. about how multiplayer works. They didn't think about what's easy. They thought about, well, the, this, you know, we need to make sure you see all the quest texts from all the people because otherwise it would just be a shame. And Never mind that. Clearly they didn't test it at all. Well, yeah, there was that too. So the <laughs> bugs kill it. The the poor, yeah. the, the, the not making it easy to play with others and having, like Manny had to go like catch up and stuff entire times because of his corruption and then i started making backup files and the good thing is it's a six-hour game so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, you you don't have to put up with it for that long the six-hour game we still don't have a review for i know right I'll tell you what happened to me and my friend. We actually were playing like local multiplayer trying to play through it got to the first boss had a tough time on it but beat it and saved it there and we went to go play it again and we were back at the start of the boss with none of our equipment and none of our stats assigned. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody didn't... Oh, that's oh, amazing. That's... <sighs> yeah. Awesome. So, so needless to say, I had to take on this game by myself after that point. <laughs> my friend refused to try and play it again with me. Sam, what's going on? You're crying into the chat room. I am, because Clint is a meanie face. Oh, well, we all knew that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Stop that! (laughs) All right, sorry, listeners. Uh, Glenn is doing some really nasty stuff to the Google Doc that we're using. So, does anyone else have a nomination for worst, most offensive attempt at multiplayer? Uh, It wasn't offensive, but I'll go with, I'll hit on Disgaea 4. Well, it had multiplayer? It, it had the promise of multiplayer that sounded like it could have been interesting, but at least while I played it, I don't know if no one else in North America was playing at the same time as me, or if it got to where it queued up a hundred thousand people and then I was on the bottom of the list. But you can like you can make pirate ships and pirates, and it would supposedly invade other people's games, and you could make senators that would supposedly show up in other people's senates. And through an entire playthrough of maybe sixty hours. Uh, my pirate ship never invaded anybody, and my Senate only, my Senate guy only joined one other Senate. So it was like oh, sweet. the promise that it could do. Well, like if your Senator joined other Senates, then people might have to bribe him. So the idea is you might be able to get items, and yeah. I guess the pirates could devastate other people. Maybe you just get off on the fact that your characters are ruining other people's happiness. I don't know. But it, it just didn't <laughs> well, That happen. sounds like so the like, game for you. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I was very excited about it, but no, it didn't. It didn't happen. I mean, the one t- like I do get excited by. It. I thought of the one time the senator joining. It told me afterward like the senator ended up voting nay, and I didn't get anything. So I was like, good, you didn't give me any crap, and I voted nay, and I hope your thing got rejected, and I, I giggled myself to sleep. But it didn't. It didn't. You know, for sixty hours, you would think that it would happen more than once between two different multiplayer options. Yeah, those multiplayer options just can't seem like they throw them in. They're, I don't know. And there were uh, points that you would use to be able to upgrade your ship and whatnot, but 
the only way you got those points was by invading other people's stuff. So it seemed like it was built around the more this would automatically happen, the more points you would get. And there might have been other ways to get it too, but that seemed like it was the main way. So it was like you couldn't really upgrade it, but then what was the point? Because you weren't invading people in the first place. So it was, I mean, it was end up being a gameplay feature that just never happened. So, I mean, not really offensive or horrible. Um, all right. I say the winner is War in the North. Because Yay. just talking about it made me so much more angry than I ever was at Dungeon Hunter. So I'm going with War in the North. Sorry. Sam, Sam, I'm never going to... Sam, have you what? played War in the North? You, you need it, to have no, experienced this. Oh, you're crying. It's, it's really, really bad. <laughs> Wait, you you hit one of these issues once and you realize that this is bad. So, um, yeah, sorry. I got to go with that. All right, but it's okay, Sam, because we now have a de- we have the honorary Sam Marcello Best Sex Award now. So this H-L-A. is... H-L-A. H-L-A. So we'd like to hear your nomination for Best Sex Award. H-L-A. <laughs> so... Oh, God. First off, I've never played an Elder Scroll game. Uh, I picked up Skyrim, and... You wanted to try something new, something you hadn't tried before, right? Clearly. So what ended up happening was was I was playing the game while I was about half asleep, and all of a sudden I did this quest, and this minor is not minor as in little girl, but minor as in, you know, mining for ore, Glenn. Um, She was so happy that I finished the quest, and I guess I wasn't paying attention to the dialogue options. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she was like, let's get married! I love you! Wait, what? <laughs> I was not paying attention to what I picked. So you were just course, pressing A or something? Yes, because I was just trying to get it over with. Scott well, you looks got over, it over goes, with. <laughs> Scott looks over at me. He goes, what did you just do? I'm like, I think I got accidentally lesbian married. <laughs> he goes... How did you do that? I'm like, I pressed A. <laughs> Apparently that's the uh, dialogue choice for no, no. lesbian so marriage. Even better, even better. So our wedding takes place in Riften. I have a 10,000 gold bounty in Riften. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> How much so is... I go into Riften. Yeah. I get married. I walk out the door, and of course, all the guards are coming at me like, you need to go to jail. I mean, while my wife is like, I love you, honey. It's awesome. So, you know, I slaughter all the guards in front of my wife. She thinks it's the best thing ever. She goes home. Then I go back to my house and I transform into a werewolf just to see what, you know, what could happen. She tries to give me dinner as a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is this is the best accidental lesbian romance I ever had. And Scott's just like, he's peeing himself laughing in the background because he's just like, what the hell is going on, right? And then he made a song. He made a song about my accidental lesbian romance. It was amazing. All right. Like, I would sing it for you. Is he here to sing it? Oh, I, I know the lines. It's pretty great. It's just like, accidental lesbian romance, and now I'm a werewolf. And then so, the next line is... So give is, me some dinner? <laughs> the next line is, you know, um, what was it? Escaping from guards and wanted for murder. Oh, shit, there's a dragon. That was the song he wrote for oh, my that's... accidental lesbian romance. His song doesn't really flow very well. No, it doesn't. I kind of, but, you know, I kind of hope I, it would have flown to one of the bard songs from uh, the taverns. I, that would have been hilarious. I was proud of him. He tried. 
I make little songs when I play games anyways. So it was just sort of one of those situations where I was like, wow, I am the dumbest gamer ever because I just became a lesbian for no reason. It was like, okay, I guess I'm a lesbian now. Okay. It was awesome, though, because my wife was giving me so much money every time I went to visit her. Wait, was she turning tricks when you were out? No, no. Paying her back in other ways? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. You know how when you get married, they will open a store, right? No, I haven't so gotten So because she owns the mine, I was making like 70,000 gold every time I went to go visit her. What? Yeah. So this wow. is the lady to marry. I need to go yeah, find clearly. her. You described her as a little girl. So no. was there Glenn. some creepiness? No. What? Glenn, I said minor and then was trying to remind you, not minor as in a 10-year-old girl, minor as in I mine for ore. She could have been both. Shush you. <laughs> but, you know, had, had there been actual sex, I think it would have been really funny. You know, werewolf, lesbian, sex. Could have been funny. Don't give our, re- don't give our listeners ideas, Sam. You know there's that easy Google for that. That's going to be all – that's already all over the internet. You can watch wolf females having sex with minor females all day. I'm, I'm sure, I'm uh, sure if somebody poor, has – Poor Max is going to have some really horrible fan arts – Oh, you had to put on, <laughs> and you hey, had April put, Fools is coming up. I'll you, draw some. You had to put on a special piece of equipment to do this too. Yes, which was an amulet and, of Mara, which I didn't, didn't realize. Know, yeah. I didn't know that that was the item that allows you to get married. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just wearing it because I was like, "Oh, this is nifty. I'll wear this because I need an accessory." Wait, wait. Don't don't you even in order to get those dialogue options to show up? Don't you have to go through a tutorial with one of? With a priest or something like that, a series of dialogue where he explains that oh, you yeah, need I wasn't to wear the amulet. You went through. You accidentally went through the tutorial. <laughs> I was doing oh, priest man. Shut up! I want to monitor things. See what happens when you play drunk. You end up with lesbian romances. I did not play drunk. I was tired. Uh, was tired, and I didn't know what it meant, and I gave her the special sign and didn't know. Isn't there a quest in the game, though, where you get actually get drunk in the game and then yeah. get engaged with a, a harpy or something like that? A hargrave? Yeah. Uh, I, I broke that quest, but I, yes, I got, I got it. I, the whole middle half of that quest didn't happen in my game. It was broken. You probably found a, a, a further ahead version of the event or something like that. I think that happened. Yeah, well, yeah. What I did was I accidentally skipped ahead in the quest line, and it triggered the next dialogue, so I didn't see the whole middle of it. I meant to go back and read what the hell was supposed to happen, but there was definitely harpies and drunkenness involved. It's actually a pretty funny quest line. Well, that's nice. The the uh, marriage guide I found suggests curing that whole werewolf thing. You might want to cure that whole werewolf thing after you get married. Obviously, um, they're wrong about that, right? Because you don't want to hurt her? I, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it worked out for Sam. Is it, trans- she never is it transferable? <laughs> is there a danger once you get into the bed, you know? <laughs> what did your children look like? Is werewolf is of a sexually transmitted disease? I, I'm just saying. You know, I walked into my house as a werewolf, and instead I got the options of, oh, honey, you're home, I love you, I made you dinner. As opposed to, ah, there's a werewolf, it's trying to kill me. Oh, I need to I didn't out. get that. I got happiness. Wow. My okay. wife loves me regardless of what I do and what I am. Did you end up killing her? No. Because she know. gives me 70,000 gold. It's all about money. You I forgot it. I had a wife most of the time. 
That's funny. In, in the game I played, uh, when I got married in that game, I couldn't even find my wife after the wedding. I don't know where she went. <laughs> I, I figured she's she in one of my like, six yeah. houses. She's in one of my six houses, but I don't know which one. Oh, you need to buy the. Uh, oh, you probably played on the console. The uh, the, the Dolvikin hideout add-on lets you jump between those really easily. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Uh, did anyone else have a, a tale of love and um, sex? I didn't get any tale in the games I played last year. Okay. Not entertainingly, anyway. I, I, I was told by our document here that you really enjoyed um, Anders in Dragon Age 2. <laughs> he's too easy. Uh, right? okay. He kind of... Like, the first time you talk to him, he's like, so, what you doing later? Because I will nail you all damn night. <laughs> and it's like, wait! And if you tell him no, it's like minus 40 friendship points. Ouch. So, like, you don't want that. So you're like, fine, whatever, Anders. Oh, man. Like, the, um, the, actual, the actual sex scenes, though, in Dragon Age 2 were kind uh, of funny. Because if it was Anders or Isabella, it would be like this psychotic flurry of, oh, my God, porn. But if you did it with, like, Meryl, you got this, like, really, really fluffy scene where Meryl's like, it's my first time. She was wearing the weirdest goddamn thing. Like, I, what, what the hell was she wearing anyways? Religious listeners already turned off when Sand raped them earlier, so we're good. Apparently. Well, let's, let's, let's move and on. I apologize. Let's tell people. Let's tell people a news story about the best story of the year. There was a best story. Oh, yeah. Did any Wait, games have news? Good, no, no. What, I'm talking about games stories. Did any games have good stories in your opinion, or were they all crap? I liked Tutorials, uh-huh. and I liked Yakuza Four, but those were both kind of givens with me. Y'all will have to wait a few months to tell me I'm wrong, so I'll just be right until then. But the Witcher 2 story was really good. Okay. See, see oh, my, my vote is... Uh, really good. So you know, uh, my vote is Radiant Historia on the DS. Oh, good choice. Radiant. So Historia. everyone that plays Radiant Historia says the story's good. I haven't played it yet, but uh, I want to. You just can't buy it, which makes it hard to play it. Yeah, that what, does, make what about the story is good? Is it related to the time well, travel, or is it just a good it, story it's every, anyway? It's everything. I mean, it's got great characters. It's got a great protagonist who he's not a silent protagonist, but he's he's doesn't talk a lot. He doesn't talk out of his ass all the time, which is a nice change of pace for most JRPGs. Uh, the time travel mechanics are really neat, the way it, it works, because there's two separate timelines going on, and things you do in one timeline affects the other and vice versa. So you basically you're playing through two stories at once. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one of the coolest things about the game, though, is that it, it, it's just the, the plot line is amazing. It's, uh, it, it's got this really cool political thing going on with uh, a little bit of the, same, the, the usual JRPG mysticism at the same time, but it's, it's just a really entertaining game, like, the story is well localized. It's well written. It's just a really, really good story. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what say. you kids think of Witcher Two when it finally comes out. Because I know Becky and I like the story in it a lot uh, enough to single handedly ish place it on the Game of the Year awards and story. But uh, yeah, Witcher Two story was solid. People were annoyed about the ending because it's. There's not everything is completely wrapped up, but I mean it's clearly a series. I felt like it wrapped up enough, and the mm-hmm. the journey to get there was good. Localization was funny too. I wouldn't have guessed it. You know, wasn't I guess originally written in English. The localization's really good. Hey Glenn, did you ever read the books? 
No. Kind of before my time, in that period of my life where I wasn't reading. Well, I was going to say, if you get they the do chance, still exist. the books are worth reading. <laughs> they, they have I, not I been, read both the books. They have not was been the plowing out of taken from the book? Is there a lot of plowing going on in the books? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Michael, you got oh, one? I'm sorry. That's my best sex in video games. It's the opening scene of The Witcher 2 where you nail your, nail your girlfriend, and just the skin looks nice. It's a great sex right at the beginning of The Witcher 2. I see. I see. <laughs> Michael, She's a redhead. Uh, it is fantastic. And a mage. Michael, you got one? I'm going to say Tactics Ogre. Tactics Ogre. All right. The Do you have anything that actually... isn't like copy and paste from a game that didn't come out last year? Do you have a second pick? What? What? Tactics what? Ogre. I mean, like, Tactics Ogre year? is the same story as, you know, Tactics Ogre. I'm just curious. Do you have. Well, it's would actually you pick translated. Something? Yeah, it's actually well translated this time, though. It's the same story. No, that's like saying that uh, Final Fantasy Tactics... Have you played Tactics both versions of Tactics same... Ogre, Chris? Chris, have you played both versions? Have you played both versions of Final Fantasy Tactics? I can totally understand how what he's saying is the true. The PS1 version of Tactics Ogre is terrible. Aww. But you get to kill orphans. No, but it... Okay. <laughs> Play the better version. <laughs> wow. Say? You're right, Glenn. What were we thinking? <laughs> you can no, kill orphans on the PS1. I'm just curious. I'm curious if there are any new games that you like the story for a lot. Um, I, you know, don't, you don't that, have to answer that. S- I'll give Glenn a new game. I like the story of um, Deus Ex, mostly because I got to read everybody's email and find out about all their personal business. I really enjoyed that. I have one beef with Deus Ex. So, Deus Ex so Chris, is your best game because you get to be a voyeur. Is that is, is that it? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> See, well, I didn't play that many, so my choices are flawed to begin with, right? So, my my, my biggest beef with Deus Ex though is holy crap! Like Jensen is Captain Obvious. It's like he feels the need to obviously state everything. It's like only shut. if you pick that dialogue well, cause... option. <laughs> But that's because Jensen is Keanu this. Reeves. I mean, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> he didn't ask for this. Come on now. I was like sitting there a few times. I'm like, yes, we know. Megan, that See. girl who's hideous looking. <laughs> we get it. You're looking for her. And meanwhile, I'm like, Pritchard, Pritchard, just keep you know what? on him because he's dumb. <laughs> you know what I think would make Deus Ex's story a lot better? Yeah. Is it, Writing it doesn't Adam suck. J- no, if, it, is it, is if Adam Jensen played his Keanu Reeves character not like The Matrix, but like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be so, I would be yes. so into that. W- I, I'm I with would, you. I would that would be that funny. <laughs> I thought Deus Ex was an example of a story that was quite good and writing and dialogue that was quite terrible. What you didn't like the? Uh, uh, <laughs> you didn't like? Oh, I can't even bring myself to bring her up. <laughs> the the obviously transsexual black woman that you've come across in the street. I don't even. Er- Oh, the lady, the drug addict <laughs> the going through the trash? The most offensive African-American accent I've ever seen portrayed in a video game. That one? It was what? She was like, they needed a drug addict living on the street, and it's the only black person in the game? Yeah, <laughs> that, that one. Mean? Yes, that one. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've even right. seen that yet. Oh, it is, there's YouTube, it is so terribly offensive. Yeah, I don't think I'm that far. I, I just made it She to, speaks uh, in a bit of... She talks in black a little bit, and she's the only person in the game that I'm does. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Glenn. Is that weird. is one of the worst things. She talks in what? <laughs> yeah, Do you want to try and amend black. that? You, maybe say Ebonics and maybe fake Ebonics that aren't realistic? Yeah, maybe. But wow. I would not say That's she talks in quote-unquote black. I, that, I'm not going to go with that one. Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> 
She talks. I thought that in, was better than what she I could talks have said. in what a racist would believe an African American would would talk like. If that You're racist, so, you, you live in the whitest state in the United States of America, so I'm okay with you thinking that. Uh, I'm staying out of this conversation. Can I just the, the writing? The writing as a whole in Deus Ex was pretty rough, but the story was not. The story was okay. I thought that I like was a, Malik. For the first game from that studio, it's a pretty damn good effort, I'd say. It's not Ada's the first game. No, it's the first game from Eidos Mon- Montreal. Yeah, I, I thought that it was, was their very, that was their very first hire, game. They could okay. hire their writers that aren't terrible. All right, I got nothing. I, I guess the yeah. dialogue is terrible. I, I think the story is still interesting because the story really happens around Adam. It's not really caused by Adam. So it, his dialogue. Oh no! Isn't I mean, I, I pick on Adam. It's just some some of his dialogue is just special. And the only yeah, way to fix it this. is to have is to have Pritchard open his mouth. And Pritchard's awesome. He is. I like good. him. And I like Malik because Malik was actually kind of interesting too. And I'm thinking Jensen, yep. you could bone that. Instead, you choose the wimpy, prissy research lady. No, the, it's his ex-wife. I, it's his ex-wife. I don't wife. care. She They're sucks. not even together. She sucks. <laughs> awful character. Awful, awful character. Uh. <laughs> Give me Malik. That was hot stuff. We could comment more, but it'd be all spoilerific. So, um, I, I will say I'm looking forward to more of that franchise because I do like the DLC open the option for another game. So that should be fun. So I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to do another one relatively they soon. They have to, yeah. Yeah. Winner will be. Let's see. Oh wait, Alex, did you have one? Can I? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. I'll go for Xenoblade again. Xenoblade. Yeah. Most things I think get to vote for in the actual Game of the Year awards. Okay. All right. I'm gonna pick, all right. I'll, I'll pick Xenoblade. Yay. <laughs> the one we didn't justify at all, that's what I'm going with. All right. Biggest bonehead right. move. What was the dumbest thing this year, either in an RPG or the, from the industry or press? Buggy oh releases. Okay. Buggy that's releases. Not. So, that's buggy a releases. Topic. No, it's not. And let me tell you why. Did, okay, you Did you play War in the North? Did you play? Did you play War in the North? No, because I remembered your suffering. She played Fallout Please. New Vegas. Is War in the North more buggy than New Vegas? Well, yes. it depends By if she played it on it, PS3 yes. or Absolutely. not. I thought New Vegas was just one giant bug. I mean, if you played it on New- <laughs> PS3. Every now and then it broke by working, and then you could play it for a while. <laughs> exactly. All right, I don't even know. All right. Also, Skyrim on PS3. Skyrim on PS3. So, w- yes. was Fallout New Vegas out this year or last year? I can't even remember. I'm just saying. I so so. I guess, Mike, do you think games were more buggy in 2011 than they were in past years? Because New Vegas was so buggy, and that was two years ago. Yeah, I'd I'd absolutely say so. I mean, it, normally you'd think it's like the smaller releases. You know, like Hunted is a little buggy, but that wasn't exactly a huge profile release. But you know, War in the North is like. Got the you know Lord of the Rings franchise. You know you got Skyrim, which obviously was just really bug on one. If there's any on one series platform. that radiates solid gameplay, it's the Lord of the Rings franchise. Well, yeah, that game has had that, that franchise has with, had with, so many hit games. You know, I, I, hey, I, mean, hey, I can't the action-based any duds. The action-based EA games apparently were pretty decent. Yeah, they were. I mean, I'm I'm not saying we're, you're saying like. They made bad Lord of the Rings games. That's fine. This 
was they they made a this, in, in the early two thousands. EA made a Lord of the Rings game that was a complete ripoff of Final Fantasy X, right down <laughs> to the mechanics. It was that's okay. True. That doesn't this, make it this bad. Wasn't, this wasn't tied into a it movie. was bad. <laughs> they, they didn't have to release it when they did. I, I mean, I I don't understand why they released it in that state. It should have been delayed. Yeah. It, it was you can't just, make money when you're delaying yeah, games. I mean, they were they were consolidating studios and stuff. I don't know. There was some weird stuff going on there. But, they had a release I, date to hit. I've I've played more buggy games than than this year than I think I've ever played. And I mean, you know, I, you don't you don't expect a Bethesda game to be perfect. I mean, those games wait, wait, usually have but, have bugs. Did you say Bethesda these, game like the wrestler? Bethesda. Bethesda. He's retired. Bethesda. He's retired wrestler. It's Bethesda. No, it's, it is not Bethesda. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, it's, I, it's if you want to say if you Skyrim want to say bug Bethesda, I'm okay with that, but not. Bug <laughs> I, I mean, even their game, they, you know, Fallout New Vegas was bad. Yeah. You know what? It, it's Well, that's not their game. That was uh, Obsidian's. But but they published it. The, the well, QA like you expected them, them to QA. Sure. Bethesda doesn't have a QA department. Did <laughs> so you play Skyrim the PS3? <laughs> yeah. dude, dude, Fallout New Vegas only had two QA people for the entire game. Sweet. <laughs> I, so they each did point. a quest and said, all right, we got it. I do QA. I live near Bethesda. I should go, uh, you know, I should upgrade my job, go offer to open a brand new QA department under me. <laughs> under you. And then be forced to play Skyrim PS3 over and over till the bugs are fixed. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's a very good idea. sounding much worse than my current job. I think they finally fixed most of them. They just, I think the patch, latest patches came out today. One four. My yep. God, was that game Buggy. awful at launch. All right. So you don't like the bugs. Alex says like he the... doesn't like Sega. Right? No one yeah. likes Sega. And, and why do you yeah. not like Sega? Valkyria Chronicles. Or the lack of a Valkyria Chronicles 3 yeah. announcement in the West is what you're saying? Yeah. Very much. Which is, uh, that's that's a completely understandable gripe. Um, you know, I'm tired of these. So what's up with the industry not bringing out awesome games? We had a... To cry and sweat and bleed, send letters, get poorly written PR responses back from Nintendo just to get Xenoblade to come out in America, and you know, we we only we're only getting one of the Nino Kuni games. Like, what is up with this industry? Nobody wants to bring anything out over here anymore. Well, I mean, you expect it from Sega, though. <sighs> yeah, Sega I mean, you just you just that. added yeah, this to great. Well, I, Sega had been really good lately about bringing yeah, their properties they over. They just Yakuza. Been, they just don't Europe market has been them doing and they, really they well schedule them at the worst possible times. Oh, and then they, they <laughs> yeah, do absolutely yeah. no promotion, which also just is a wonder for sales. Yes, I'm still bitter about the lack of promotion for Resonance of Fate. Well, I still think it's hilarious oh, that yeah, they brought that, that cool. out alongside two other games, alongside Final Fantasy XIII. That's I mean, what time. the hell were they thinking there? I, I, don't, I don't understand no, I because the, the localization is fantastic, so obviously yeah. someone at... Sega cared about the game. Well, the people who work on them love them, but the, the marketing team seems to be the issue. Well, and that and that's just it. Sega has yet to properly market any RPG that they bring out. I mean, Alpha Protocol you know, didn't Sega do Alpha Protocol? Yeah, they, that was on TV was, all over the place. We never, I never saw any ads for it. Actually, you don't watch enough wrestling right. and football. Yeah, you, that's what it was. <laughs> clearly, but I'm saying, like with the Yakuza games, that's a perfect example. You know, they say, "Hey, we're bringing out the Yakuza games." They do no marketing for them. 
and then blame not, and blame us for why they won't bring the next one out. And, and that's like, exactly oh, all right. It. We'll do it. We'll go ahead and do it. Yeah, when did like, Jackson well, before even come out? I don't even remember. It was when back it was in released. April. April. Really? Yeah. Last mm-hmm. year. It was April last year. I reviewed it because <laughs> yeah, apparently. I apparently am the only person who cares about it outside of Manny, and Manny refuses <laughs> to play them now. And I'm assuming it's the same issue with Valkyrie Chronicles Three. It's just not getting enough. Well, that sales is on two. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. the second Bigger one sales. sold horribly, apparently. Yeah, but, yep. Well, the first one sold horribly right. until word of mouth made it a hit. I mean, Sega had nothing to do with Valkyria Chronicles' success. It had everything to do with uh, word of mouth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it wasn't even a hit till it went down to like 20 bucks. Well, the media tried with Valkyria Chronicles. I remember yeah. that because yeah. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I got another one. How about Bioware being Bioware and, you know, adding uh, shooting elements to or we're going to add multiplayer to Mass Effect 3. And that hasn't happened. Connect. <laughs> yeah. What year are you I'm, talking about? Well, they announced cool. it last year. This is like I'm cool five... with multiplayer. What's wrong with that? Oh, we're, okay. We're okay so the with... move was announcing it. They should have kept yeah. it secret. No, they should have done it. Why? You're okay with this. Yeah, you're okay. With, are you okay with I'm the general the direction idea. of Bioware releasing no. Dragon Age two, putting focusing on wait, things wait, like putting wait, in multi? Are, so wait, you're you're just angry at Bioware in general. Yes. It's everything. Yes. It's but not it, just yes. Mass Effect. It is my a cumulative is, effect. My question is: Is that Bioware or is that pressure from? No, nah, we've got we, EA. We, we don't know. But Bioware is the one making the putting the stuff out and doing the doing the work. So all we can to direct any sort of criticism at is the company doing it, which is Bioware. Bioware is the one who made Dragon Age 2. Bioware is the one who put the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3. Didn't Bioware's lead designer quit when Dragon Age 2 wasn't given enough time by EA? I I Uh, think that Dragon Age 2's schedule was not dictated purely by Bioware influences. I'm going to change it. EA for owning Bioware. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works okay. I mean, who knows? They might they might have put in connect and multiplayer and whatnot support anyway. But I, I think right, some right. of the Dragon Age two issues might have been more pressure because they'd never done that before. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Bioware. Right, I got one. Release the game right. that fast. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my vote is this goes for the entire industry. Putting every single bloody release in quarter four two thousand eleven. And then realizing how stupid that was and pushing it all back into quarter one, 2012. <laughs> so every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, that is every you know, year, it actually. It was really bad last year, though. Like, like last year, you know how many damn monster. games I had to buy in November? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them did come out, AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so and, what it was is people what, realize, oh, Skyrim's going to actually sell. <laughs> and look what we've got now. I mean, coming out just in the next few months. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, thirteen. What is coming two, over the next two months? Thirteen two. Amalur's just came out. Tales of the Abyss is up next, followed by Dungeon Hunter Alliance for the Vita. Hyperdimension Mech- Neptunia is coming out. That's a real heavy hitter. Shin Megami Tensei: <laughs> Devil Survivor Two. Oh, wait, here we wait, go. wait. But but were any of these pushed back from Q4 last year? In in March we've got Mass. In March we have Mass, Mass Effect. Effect we've got Tales of Graces. We've got. Uh, was Tales of Graces pushed back Xenoblade? from Q4? There's, Xenoblade there's a lot of people was not pushed back. Xenoblade, Xenoblade was definitely not pushed back from Q4. It wasn't even announced. No, there's a lot of people who think it... Uh, there, there's evidence suggesting that it was, considering that Europe got it 
uh, got it. Is this in the something fall. you wrote on a napkin? <laughs> what, what, what? There's evidence <laughs> that suggests it was pushed back because Nintendo was afraid of it. What cannibalizing Z- Zelda sales? Yeah, that's okay. basically it. Yeah, I think Nintendo is saving face, uh, not particularly well, but trying to with Xenoblade. <laughs> right, there's like, a lot yes, of evidence. We were bringing that... it all along. There's we won't of... want to give credit to you for complaining. There's a lot of evidence that it was pushed to 2012 in order to give the Wii something in 2012. They could right. put the last story there. That's certainly possible. But either way, everything got pushed into quarter four, and it was ridiculous. I mean, really. <laughs> I, I want to agree with you, but I'm looking through this list, and the ones that stand out to me are 13 and uh, Mass Effect 3. I'm not sure what else got really pushed. Tales of the Abyss. Okay, Tales of the Abyss for sure. out in November. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, it, it, yeah, it's, already, it's already out in Europe. And yeah, it's it exists in English so. elsewhere. In- yeah, so that... Oh, we could say Torchlight 2 pushed. and Diablo 3. Those were kind of pushed. We expected those last year. The problem is they've been pushed from the beginning of the year, too. <laughs> Keep getting pushed. Hey, what about me? What about you? I have one, too. What about Raven? All right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right. Glenn, 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 go. Glenn. I'm with you on Bioware, but I think the biggest bonehead move was releasing Dragon Age 2 so fast. Because you could see from playing it that in the design and planning phase, they had a lot of great ideas for the game. And then the execution wasn't there and uh, I don't know. I don't think it's just for me having development experience in the past, but like sometimes when you play video games, you can kind of see coding shortcuts that were made, or you can kind of feel like things that weren't quite executed the way the designers planned for it to be. And Dragon Age Two had so many moments like that where I was playing it, and I was like, I would. You, you felt like they had more in mind for these moments, more in mind through the script, more mind for the the levels and the design and it definitely needed like another year and that might have been the best bioware made game ever made and it was fun even as it released but so it, it liked, suffered so bad from being you pushed like out the, the making it more action focused as a concept you were okay i love the battle system okay i i, I know I, I think i had some detractors but i mean i thought the battle system was excellent because right. that was the main problem i had with origins dragon age origins i thought the worst part of the game was the combat and how much of it oh, there was okay I just thought it was it was too slow, and it pulled you from the game, and the game's strengths were the script. And then uh, Dragon Age 2 kind of fixed the battle system, and then everything felt so templated. I mean, there were obviously dungeons were, were templated in that you visited the same dungeon over and over and over. But conversations seemed templated. NPC talk seemed templated. The way quests played out, you kind of got a decision, but it didn't really matter. All that de- depended on things was uh, NPC's reaction. Everything seemed really lazy about the game. And it kind of it felt like it was more in the execution where they needed another six to twelve months to really make a fantastic game, and it didn't happen. Okay. So I thought that just disappointing for something that had so much promise, and you could see the promise in the finished product, but it, it just it wasn't there. What about you, Sam? Okay, mine is Kitase opening his mouth about third birthday and saying how clothing damage is realistic. <laughs> I had the, I hate that man so much. Is this leading to a comment. thunder tits? Are you about to say thunder tits? Uh, Kitase. No. <laughs> Kitase has a problem of running his mouth and not thinking about half the crap he says. So when he was doing interviews for third birthday, people were asking about, you know, is there going to be another shower scene? Um, you know, are they going to do something, you know, titiful in the game? There you go, Glenn. Um <laughs> And he kept saying, well, you know, clothing damage would be really realistic in this game. So we included it because we felt that it would enhance Aya's appearance for players. 
and that people will like the idea of clothing damage. I had to spend 19 hours with Aya's bare ass in my face. Hot. Because you had damage? It's, Maybe you, know, you shouldn't have been so bad at the game, and then you'd have been fully no, 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 clothed. No, 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 the problem is that, yes, you can fix the clothing, whatever, but then he felt the need to go even further by including things like a sexy, slutty Santa outfit and a bunny costume that also have clothing damage. So, you know, so that's realistic. Where, where's the part where it's not realistic? It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That game was the most sexist pile of shit I ever played, oh. and Katase shouldn't have opened his mouth Ooh. by saying, this is realistic. This is awesome. People are going to love it. And meanwhile, all the women in the industry who had to review the game were like, this is offensive. We'll see. Well, that's, he uh... said that to Japanese people, and there are no women in the industry there. <laughs> I'm just Not saying, true. you know what? I had to deal with all the women journalists you know, backing me on this because it was one of those cases where we all sat there and we're like, what the hell is this crap? And why are you force feeding it to us? And why are you telling us it's totally acceptable? Okay, if you were in theory wearing nothing but a Santa outfit and something with tentacles started attacking you and choking you to death, wouldn't it tear and your breasts would fall out? Yeah, Glenn, because I want my double beast to just pop right now. Awesome idea. Oh, look, there's a fixation. Look, Sam's boobs, then poof, they're out. <laughs> If people are playing that drinking game, they are completely <laughs> drunk now. <laughs> Other Kitase games to look forward to include Final Fantasy Type Zero and uh, Final Fantasy Versus 13. So I'm oh. sure it'll be just as good. He also you know, worked on I've 13 and 13 too. Third birthday made me actually into an alcoholic for a whole evening when I was oh. trying to beat that last boss. Oh, and I evening. had to have a couple okay. beers yep. just to beat that boss because it was just the story was just so. Stupid. If you think a couple beers is makes you an alcoholic, I'm not telling you how much wine I've been drinking yeah. tonight. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? You gotta I get through to the show beer, somehow. Mm-hmm. I, Amen. Beer. That's not a good sign. You you what? You had a keg had of beer? Beg. No, no, I had to beg <laughs> give me a couple beers because I was like, I can't do this. I can't give I can't beer. read this okay. dribble. Give me beer. All right. The well, story would have been better with a keg. Hey, hey. <laughs> it would have been better with a keg. Yeah. You're right. It didn't help that Aya has like an orgasmic moan throughout the game. So every oh, time she gets geez. hit, she's like ah, ah. Okay. It was really Well awful. we as we've identified on recent episodes of the RPG cast, that is uh, just how Japanese people um, exclaim things apparently. Oh, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Express happiness toward people playing their express games. Express everything. So um, we're gonna go with third birthday because I feel sorry for Sam now. So So would that have fixed third birthday Sam if she was wearing a fur coat the entire game and a hood? Would it have been like Glenn. Glenn, don't start with me, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking yes, of Glenn, it's time for the Everyone Else's Wrong Award, the RPG that you can't believe people like or dislike. Um, also, most reviewed game in hopes you believe us and buy it. So, Is this entire segment devoted to wheels, where he talks about games he likes? <laughs> basically. <laughs> starting with East 3. I'm sorry, Oath, like starting with Oath. All I was right. gonna say I hate East Three. All right, so what's the game that you can't believe people like or can't believe people dislike? Wheels, what's your most? I can't believe the people that say any version of Tactics Ogre other than the new one 
is better. Well, I think that was just Glenn I, tonight, right? <laughs> I don't know that that's actually There were some people on the, our forums that oh, okay. claimed the original version was better. Oh, all right. I like the actually, original. And why is I, and what is I'm it that one they of those like? People, Mike, I like the original version better because it requires thought and tactics and fun. Oh, so, the one. so the the disconnect is over re- replaying turns and stuff that's in the new one. For, my problem with the new one was that it, it wasn't as tactical of a game. It was, I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying the new one's bad at all. I just, I preferred, I think the original Tactics Ogre was a really great tactical game that made you think and plan out things. It had issues, it had, but I preferred the battle system more in the original. Everything else I give to the new one, though. The you know, translation was better, and the Wheel of Time or Wheel of Fortune, whatever they called it, was better, you know? Maybe it should have been Wheel of Fortune. I, I I actually spent money on the original version and just the the sound effects and the music were so terrible that I I couldn't even play and I just found the battle system much more tedious. Uh, I might have played it might have played it muted. <laughs> I, I mute bad games, you know, bad sounding games. Yeah. True Needless story. Say, the first time I played Final Fantasy VII, I played it muted because but, uh, I was playing this PC version and the sound driver would stutter a lot. So I played the first time I played Final Fantasy VII. I played it muted and never heard any of the music. Wow. <laughs> wow. But, but it's a Sakimoto soundtrack. How can you mute that? Because you didn't hear it running on a PC that came that we had that was like three years old at the time and couldn't run it. Okay. <laughs> The sound would cut out and it would stutter all the time. It was that, a mess. In Tactics Ogre, you emulated it then. Okay. I missed that. Oh, for Tactics Ogre, I played it on the PS2. Oh, but, what, what I mean, game I still, are you talking about on the PC? I Final Fantasy IX. Oh, that's I mean, Final Fantasy sucking. VII. Okay, that's Final Fantasy VII on the PC. That's U- Umatsu. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII soundtrack's a piece of crap, so it doesn't matter. I can understand you mean that. <laughs> Ooh. Have oh. you played Final Fantasy VII? I've beaten Final Fantasy VII, so take that. <laughs> I've got Knights of the Round. I beat the Omega Weapons, whatever. You used to be a gamer? <sighs> it's a stupid game. The terrible translation. Bad music. And why the hell did you play all those extra <laughs> optional bosses? Yeah, the weapons sucked. I don't know, because it was... Did you spend 20 hours upgrading material? I didn't have lots of weapons. games back then, man. It was like, oh, Final Fantasy VII, that's what I'm going to play. That's it. There's more than just one. What? Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> yeah, there was more than just that one game out there, you know. Well, yeah, but, you know, I, I thought... Well, Final remember, he did, Ocarina of Time was crap. It wasn't yeah, until the beautiful was crap. <laughs> yes, right. enlightened him this to how right. he This is true. That, that's part of the issue. The other one was I liked Final Fantasy VI so much that I figured, oh, it's a new Final Fantasy game. I'm going to love the heck out of this. And, uh, yeah, whatever. You could have played Final Fantasy VI again. I, yeah. Yeah, I could have, but I kind of wanted to play something new. That <laughs> yeah, but new things aren't as good as Final Fantasy VI. Okay, I see. I didn't realize that then, okay? It took me much longer to become that jaded. That takes time. <laughs> I've been told I was pretty much born jaded. That's just how I rolled since well, birth. You must be very proud of yourself. So why don't you tell us what game that you can't believe everyone else likes that you hate or that everyone else hates that you like? Mm, let me look at the list real quick. Okay. I don't. I don't remember vastly disagreeing with anyone this year. Oh, I guess Torchlight. I, I don't get people that say that Torchlight is remotely comparable to Diablo Two in awesomeness. I, I don't get that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you know, uh, I, I kind of wrote it into the review. Much. Yeah, my general response to people that like Torchlight a whole lot and think it was amazing is it's kind of like you obviously didn't play Diablo Two because this is nowhere close to it. No. I mean, it was okay game. It was just. 
it there started off, remotely you thought it was going in that direction, but it just yeah. it doesn't scale to what Diablo 2 scaled. And I don't think I'm being old geezery and trying to pretend like something that came out 12 years ago is the best thing ever. It's a fact that it is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that feels it. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to Torchlight 2, and I, I enjoyed oh, Torchlight enough. Yeah. So I'll play Torchlight 2 when it comes out, and maybe mm-hmm. that'll be the game that pulls me in more. But I, thought, I mean, Torchlight was so flawed. I mean, it was so easy and so flawed that I was very bored with it by the end. Something about Torchlight, I think uh, it, people gave it a try and they hadn't played one of these games since Diablo 2 because people didn't really try Sacred and for some reason the Fate games people didn't pick up on, I think. But people heard about Torchlight and the, the news about how old team members were and that whole myth thing that happened and it just something about it got it in people's mind and I think because a lot of people were getting back in the genre for the first time since Diablo 2 that kind of affected how much people were talking it up I think. Yeah and I think there's a bit of a like it being downloadable it being indie is yep. kind of like a I want to like this more so I do. I think mm-hmm. if Torchlight the exact same game had been called Diablo 3 and released from Blizzard everyone would have been pissed. You know, I, I think there was a bit of a, yeah. a, you know, a leeway for it being an indie oh. small thing. I'm still worried yeah. that people are going to be pissed at Diablo 3 no matter what it is. Well, everyone knows what it is because it's been in beta for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you don't know because they're rechanging everything. So, But don't worry, we'll get it out this first half of this year. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, you got one? Uh, uh- well, sort of everyone else is wrong because they don't realise the game exists. Oh, which what's is, that? Again, enti- well, we've touched on it earlier. It's entirely Namco Bandai's fault. That was God's to burst. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome game. Namco just didn't so, advertise it well. Everyone okay. else is wrong because everyone thinks it doesn't exist when actually it exists. Yeah. Therefore, they're wrong. I mean, I guess that's really, you yeah. can't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If I didn't, if I didn't, you know, sometimes work for RP Gamer, I wouldn't know it existed. Hmm. I'm looking through the list for me. Who else has got one? Oh, I got one. All I'll, right. I think everyone can guess already. It's uh, Hunted. I think that game just gets a really bad rap. It's a lot better than people seem to. Uh, a lot of the critics would suggest it is, and I think it's worth people taking a look. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend spending a whole sixty dollars on it. But if you can pick it up for thirty or forty, um, it's worth the take. It's worth taking a look at. It's a it's a fun game, especially if you got someone to play it with. I think Do you know anyone that played it and didn't like it? Actually, you know what? There's very few people that I've talked to who actually played the game and didn't really like it. Like most people who actually bothered to play it seem to have enjoyed it. But it got a got a lot of uh, negative press from uh, the from the game media. So. Hmm. I've seen it for like ten bucks all over the place, and it is definitely worth your ten bucks. I was gonna say for for ten bucks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, that's a good deal. Buy it right away. Because you know what? you'll get you'll get some enjoyment out of it. All right. Like there is would, things that the game does right. Two very big things, voiced by Lucy Lawless. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> wow. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> I would pay ten bucks just to listen to Lucy Lawless talk to me. I watched all of Spartacus just so Lu- Lucy Lawless could be naked and talk to me. <laughs> I love Lucy Lawless. Oh. All okay, right. I'm t- 
Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, you got Chris. one? No, no. I'm torn on this one, and the reason I'm torn on it is because there's one game that I was kind of met on that everyone was like, best freaking thing ever, and that was Legend of Heroes. Ooh. Oh, what? yes, I know. Yes, no, I am in the camp that is, I think the story was really fun and the localization was great, but I also found the game to be incredibly boring and tedious at the same time. I finished it because I wanted to see what everybody was gushing their pants all over. And the ending, yeah, that was kind of worth it, admittedly. But the steps so the, to getting to the, the ending part of the was game not was worth when it, it to me. The best part of the game was when it ended. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, look, I, I admit I liked what the ending provided in terms of a twist and in terms of what it's going to give us for the next game. But I hated that game's combat system so much that I sat there and was like, this game would be a better visual novel. If I just had to deal with the story bits of the game, I think I would have been happy. Because the game had combat, that was dreadful, and I didn't like it. So at the end of the day, it's like, I don't hate the game, but I don't see the love. And that's fine. You guys love it. That's cool. I don't think it's anything special, truthfully. So you're going to get into Hakuoki, is what you're telling me, right? Oh, I I actually want to play Hakuoki. (laughs) But then, see, there's another problem. There was another game I played this year that none of you will care about, but I'm going to bring it up anyways, which was Rune Factory Tides of Destiny, which Harvest Moon fans have been gushing all over. No, they they have not. No, they do not. No, Chris, you don't deal with the Harvest Moon community like I do, or like Anna does. And they freaking love it. No, they like to do fan art for it because they like the idea of some of the characters. They don't actually like that game. I actually There's got no hate way. mail for they the Tides like review that, that I did. I got hate mail for the Tides review. And I played actually, that my game friend, for an hour and a half, and I felt Chris, comfortable putting a full review out for that if I needed to. Because that game is so bad. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. I wouldn't be wrong I played, <laughs> I played all of Tides of Destiny with the reviewer at RPG Fan, my friend Kim. Uh-huh. We spent 80 hours on that pile of shit, and we couldn't understand why people were saying, oh my god, it's so great in the Harvest Moon community. Meanwhile, it's a buggy piece of crap. The story is the dumbest thing ever, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, Harvest Moon fans, you know, like, I like Harvest wait, Moon, but I wait, like it for wait. lols. But Sam, I punched a squid. And that's that, that's, that's good for something. You, you know get to what? control a giant robot and punch a squid. It's, it's you get to punch a squid. You get yes, yeah. you, this, ga- you, this you actually get to punch a squid. Well, in, in that the case, face. Operation Darkness is the game of the year because you can punch tanks. Oh, <laughs> I like this. Now we're getting somewhere. Look, let's let's generally... start a Kickstarter for for tank puncher. More Operation Darkness. Yeah, I changed my vote. Not whatever I said. Change it to Operation Darkness too. Got it. Four hundred thousand dollars. You could easily make a suit. The reality is, I love Rune Factory. I couldn't believe they tried to spoon feed that to me. Uh huh. And I just, I am so baffled that Harvest Moon fans are like, yay, we have a Harvest Moon on PS3 and it's so good. And I'm thinking, wow, you have really low standards. If, <laughs> if, and if, if I didn't have to review it and if I didn't have to, have to finish it to completion, I probably wouldn't have. Thankfully, it's already in the pile to be sold back. Because I don't ever want to see it again. So that's actually, to me, worse than Legend of Heroes. Which I actually plan... Wow, Rune Factory is so bad, it's even worse than Trails in the Sky. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Rune Factory 3, so shut up. 
and you <laughs> loved it. <laughs> so you I did no love Rune Factory 3. I agree with that. I have no excuse to make fun of me about my Rune Factory love, Mr. I played Rune Factory 3 because of your review and I loved it. I, I think that you were talking about Trails in the Sky being crap, and then we're like, oh no, I'm about to have everyone attack me. Let me quickly ship this into complaining about Rune Factory and pretending like everyone else loves it real fast. Look, look. <laughs> it works. I actually got hate mail from Tides of Destiny, so that technically should be worse. But like I said, I Legend of Heroes, I, if it was a visual novel, I think I would have been completely all over it. But because I just that combat system and I just didn't jive. I spent most of the time going, I'm going to suffer this crappy combat because everybody says this game is really, really good, but oh my god, it's crap. I hate it. I want to kill myself. Go back to the story where Estelle's being completely adorable. But the jazzy battle theme. Wait, wait, okay. Hold on. Would you rather play this or Third Birthday? Oh, I'd rather play Trails in the Sky over Third Birthday. (laughs) Easily. So that that's two nuts. games worse than uh, <laughs> Trails in the Sky. <laughs> Look, the, the award is where everybody else is wrong. Everyone else looks at Trails in the Sky in terms of the few games better than it, and you look at it as the few games worse than it. <laughs> Never well, mention that every game we bring up, she considers Trails in the Sky to be better than Look, West, look. better or worse than Trails in the Sky? <laughs> Dungeon Hunter. Uh, guys, guys. Hunted look. the Demon Forge. Come on. The category is everybody else is wrong. Okay. I'm right. not Sam, saying. Sam, I'm saying this one, you're wrong. The winner goes to Hunted the Demon Forge. Yay, Hunted. I'll take it. All right. I'm going to get actually, That's the most think, compelling argument. Heroes, and I do not care. <laughs> yeah, Sam, I think you know already. I mean, I'm actually kind of with you on Trails in the Sky. I, I didn't think it was an amazing game. Everyone else did. So anyone that did not like the fact that Trails in the Sky didn't win a lot of awards for our feature, send all your hate meals to wheels at rpgamer.com and complain <laughs> about me and Sam. <laughs> yes, please do. And right. wheels, W-H-E-L-S at rpgamer.com. Just to be nice, I'll throw in my support as well because, you know what, it – I enjoyed the game probably more than Sam did, but definitely wasn't amazing. Wait, so it I'm definitely gonna, didn't make come close. Do I need to change the winter the winner to be a game that no one actually picked as their choice? Is that how this is gonna work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The winner is now no. Trails in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> it was I. It was I. It, 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 it has amazing. to win some award. I mean, I don't gotta, know how this happened. Something. That's, 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 that's the award. It is now the it. winner. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we need. Estelle's the uh, cutest thing ever. Does that say anything about it? That's, uh, I like that's because you've never seen me in cute. person. All right, <laughs> you're not cute. We've established that. Uh, All right, guys, well, we got to keep it moving. No, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> Darn it! Yeah, By Sam's definition of alcoholic, I'm about a quadruple alcoholic so yes. far tonight. So it's time for most disappointing game. We're almost at the end here. Most Trails disappointing in the sky. game. Trails in the sky. <laughs> Somebody wrote Artonelico three here. Yeah, that was me. Wait, you? No, yep. not me. You I just wrote it. Well, no, he, I wrote he it. He wrote it earlier, and I deleted it accidentally. All right. So Michael says Artonelico three. Why does it suck? Well, I thought I'd played Art Tunnel Elka 3 um, a while ago before I even joined the site, 
actually based on the review from the site, and I found it to be you know a quirky so you're little. Like, I it, need it, to go work for these people to tell them how wrong they are. <laughs> no, I, I really liked Art Tenelico Three. I, was Art Tenelico Three even out before you joined no, wait, the site? You liked it, so it's Art your Ten- most. No, no, no. Whoa, okay, I had Art Tenelico Ten- Two. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, all right. So I really liked that. It had a really interesting battle system. Um, you know, I just thought it was pretty cool. And then, so I, and obviously the music is amazing. So I thought Artanelco 3 might at least be decent. And, you know, it's just got this boring battle system. And it is panders 100% to a questionable kind of audience. Because the battle system is all about removing the clothes of your female yeah. companions. Oh, fun. That makes sense. Wait, you tweeted an hour ago that you want to kick me in the balls? <laughs> <laughs> I just now saw that. Wow. Man, I'm glad I don't live near Canada. I'm never going to Toronto. You never know where those feet will fly out. <laughs> you know what, Wheels? I am actually kind of with you on Artanelico 3, but yeah. kind of for a different reason. What, I, you know what? I like the combat system, but I think that's only because I found it so mindless when I was <laughs> yeah. reviewing it. And remember, I only, I only had a week to review it, Ooh. so I was doing like all-nighters playing with it, so I think I just got to the stage where the combat system was like zen for me. It's like, whatever, I can do this like in my sleep, whatever. But... <laughs> Oh my god, Saki. Worst oh, character no, oh, ever. Oh, oh she, god. She Why? is everything wrong so with creepy. that game. She's not yeah. only creepy, she's supposed to be like, what is it, like 18 or something? She has yeah, triple D tits, but looks like a toddler. We say breasts here. No. Wait, we're starting <laughs> Starting <What>? now? <laughs> starting now. <laughs> Under breasts. Okay, okay, sorry. Breasts she has triple, she has, she has triple F boobs. Doesn't look like she can even carry them. Talks like a two-year-old, so everything is like, oh my god, sucky cute, sucky cute. And I'm just thinking, it, like, oh, that's adorable. Uh, IQ is inversely proportional to titty size, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> Breast but size. Just the characters <laughs> in this game, like, they're not horrendous, but Saki just kills everything. Everything about the story, everything about what could potentially be interesting. Now, I'm kind of sad because I didn't play Finnell's side of the story, and I've heard that Finnell's side I is did. actually at least a lot better in terms of how things are handled and whatnot. Yeah, Finnell's yeah. Finnel side was good. But Saki's was just atrocious. Like, there's one scene where she, she puts on a kitty mask. And she goes around saying, I'm a kitty, I'm a kitty. And all I wanted to oh, do is punt her. That bit. Oh, Aww, that's that's nice. as well, no, yeah. no, not no? when it's Saki. Okay. No, that was so not when it's Saki. Okay. <laughs> question, so, question for you, Sam. Is she yeah. better or worse than Sarah <laughs> from Star Ocean 4? Oh, Ooh. that's a tough question. Wow. <laughs> Sarah's pretty atrocious. I mean, Sarah was uh, more of a bimbo. Funny. I would say Sarah's more of a bimbo. And Saki is just like an infantilist. I'd say she's just about more bearable. But <laughs> I, and, and the sad Close. thing is, it probably would take Sarah over Saki because at least Sarah I can tune out. Saki I couldn't. See, uh, look, so, so that's interesting to me because I, uh, I haven't bought it yet, but I was planning to buy and play this game. So, but 
two of you said that it was really disappointing. I thought people, the people, considered this the the best of the three. So it is. Far. It is, is not what? the best. What I don't people think are best. you talking about? You. No, he's got a point. <laughs> actually, no, you. I never feels. claimed that this game was great. He has a point, though. A lot of people felt the need to defend this game when reviews came out because of the fact that they really did think it was the best in the series. In terms okay. of it ending the entire series, no, it was dumb. And just so it, I should it, not buy this game. No, please, I would not. No. The music what is if amazing. I, what is it? Just this did one girl talking that's really irritating. If I can, you know, I've played enough Final Fantasy that's, games, I can just turn my brain off during the plot and be okay. The, the problem no. with Saki is that there is another character who feeds into her stupidity, and it's Aoto, which is the main character. He completely feeds into the stupidity. So you sit there, and it's like having Tweedledee and Tweedledum talking at you. You know, these games sure have to keep their Wonderland. value. So you could sell them for quite a bit if you already bought them. You know what? I, it's I one of those to... games where, you know what, it's... If you already like this series, I mean, no one's going to stop you. You're going to go play it anyways. Yeah. But truthfully... It's one of those games where after, you know, I looked back at my review, I was kind of like, hmm, you know what? Like, I was thinking hard about it, and I was just like, you know what? There is actually quite a bit bigger problem than I was actually thinking about at the time. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. Saki. Saki so, really is yeah. Crossing that off my list. So is that your most disappointing game of the year, Sam? For me? Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> All that, it's not. <laughs> what no. is... <laughs> Um, Tides of Destiny probably. Ah. Tides of Destiny gave me more pain, I think, than that or Third so Birthday. So you expected it to be good. That's the problem. Artanelico was a case of I expected it to be decent because I liked the first game and I, I'm okay with no, no, the second but, okay. one. But disappointment implies you had something to be disappointed I had high from. expectations for Tides of Destiny because oh, wow. I loved Rune Factory 3 and Rune Factory 3 did everything right. Amen, sister. And Tides of Destiny somehow took a giant step backwards and shit on Rune Factory 3. More of a squat, and then decided, but yeah. Yeah, and it was just one of those things where it was like, oh my god, how could you go from doing something completely right that people liked to something so dreadful that, like, it, it was actually to the point where I had parts of it that were virtually unplayable because I would get slowed down in the middle of the game. Got it. So more down. or less disappointing than Chantelise? Oh, don't get me started on that one. So Chantelise is also worse than Trails in the Sky. <laughs> Chantelise is worse than Trails in the Sky. Okay. Chantelise was a case of I had expectations because I liked Reseteer. Yeah, Reseteer. you might have been wrong about that, too. Oh, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked Reseteer. I thought Reseteer was cute. Chantelise was, hey, if you like Dark Souls, you should play this. Ooh. And me going, I don't like Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls wasn't even out yet, so that'd be really Demon crazy. Souls, whatever. I don't care. I don't play those types of games. I don't like them. And had I known Chantelise was that way, I wouldn't have played it. And so now I'm regretting Chantelise also more disappointing than uh, Artanelico 3? Yes. You were I very disappointed last year, weren't you? Um, who reviewed all the crappy games for RP Gamer this uh, last year? I'm pretty sure that was me, Glenn. Wow. Well, let, let's find out. Actually, I can. I, can I have the lowest of... review average of every. I'm going to guess it was Sam, also, because actually, I um, did it a couple years ago and stopped. Well, now hold on, because uh, Adrian reviewed Hyperdimension Neptunian Dungeons and Dragons Daggerdale. 
Ouch. And Dead yeah. Island. Yeah. Rose was subjected no, to Lord of played... Arcana. Max Storm played first. Souls of Zillol. Alex here played White Knight Chronicles 2. Then hey, you come in they, with Rune Factory and Dungeon things. Hunter. Oh, okay. That makes it okay. Hey, I, I had to play Cladoon. No, no. So you, Alex but... also played Serious Sam, The Legend Angelic Chronicles of Frain, and Phantom Brave. The Hermuda Triangle. Which hey, anybody who has to play a good. game that says Hermuda Triangle. I would say Alex they suffered will... a little bit more than I, uh, a little bit less than I did, but yeah. I'll give it to him. But he I played White Knight. My games were more meh rather than actually bad. He had more meh than I had. I, I had bad because I'm sorry. Third birthday, Rune Factory, Tides of Destiny, Chantilly. Now you you rated Third Birthday higher than Hyperdimension Neptunia. Yes, and there's there is two reasons why it got a slightly <laughs> higher score. Would you like to know why? Oh, absolutely. They both on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty graphics, awesome music. Oh wow. Third birthday has the prettiest PSP graphics you'll ever see, okay. and the music was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've seen some PSP games that look better than that game. Oh, like what? Uh, Monster Hunter Portable Third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I have seen King- that. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. Birth by that Sleep game does look fantastic. Very nice yeah. looking, but that's a Square Enix game, and so is this. I expect Square Enix to it's have. Pretty probably, I think it's based on the same engine too. It is the same engine. So and I, while we're at it, we can I throw in Crisis Core and the Dissidia games, too, since they're all the same engine as well. That's what yeah. I mean. Really? Graphics. I didn't know Crisis Core was. Well, the same yeah. visual engine. It's the same graphics engine. Okay. Adrian. So oh. 2011, most disappointing year for RPGs ever. Because you went, we had this long Archimelico 3 rant, and then we listed five <laughs> more RPGs that were more disappointing than that. Honestly, I think, it probably, I think that's a good qualification. I think there was a lot of games that a lot of people had high hopes for that did not live up to expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah like uh, Skyrim and Xenoblade and Bastion and Tactics Ogre and Atelier uh, Tatori and Disgaea 4 and I'm, I'm listing all I was the well-reviewed games. In Skyrim, a, a lot but, of these were well, reviewed really well, so I don't know, guys. I was disappointed in the Skyrim, but probably mostly because I played it on PS3. Skyrim, and you were expecting something that only had a lot of bugs instead of constant game crashing bugs. No, I yes, I was expecting something I could actually play, and you know, occasionally have to deal with. I played on the PC and saw minimal bugs, and was a little disappointed in Skyrim. But I, I had my expectations pretty high. Well, I went into Skyrim, played it on the Xbox, saw almost no bugs, and had really low expectations because I hated Oblivion. So <laughs> I was extremely happy with it. You know, another <laughs> game I liked a lot. I liked The Witcher 2 a lot, and I was still a little disappointed in it because I thought the, the battle system was a little worse than Witcher 1, and Witcher 1 didn't have a very good battle system. So I don't know. I, I guess I agree. That was a pretty, like, for what my expectations were last year, was kind of below that all year. All right, so please. What were we doing? Adrian, what is the most disappointing <laughs> game of the year? Dead Island. Dead I, I Island. Good go answer. This again. It's, that, any game where its trailer is better than the actual game. Yep, that's disappointment. That's disappointment, right? There. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. <laughs> Enough said. Glenn, do you have a disappointing game this year? Uh, Dragon Age 2. Okay. And oh. Torchlight. And Trails in the Sky <laughs> in a three-way tie of mediocrity that other people love. 
That was the last. Oh, whatever. There, send all your hate mail because Glenn hates everything. No, no, no. 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 At RBGamer.com. You won't check that address either. No, no. You send it to Wheels. That's Wheels' job to deal with complaints. He knows his Wait, I think my address is on my bio right now because I started randomly getting weird, like, you know, oh, you own a website. Most people have taken them off for some reason. Well, I get spam mail because of it, but yeah, yeah, Gmail yeah. was smart enough to figure that out. So Only myemail.com. Really Solve my spam problem. All right. Anyway. Yeah, my email is on my bio, so feel free to email me and I'll ignore you. <laughs> Alex, no, I've responded to, uh, to interesting mail before from readers. Glenn, it's time for someone else to talk. Um, it's Alex's turn. I was drinking okay. when you said oh, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> White Knight Chronicles 2. Good answer. Had expectations for Sorry. it? Oh, I haven't played the first it one. It couldn't yet. possibly be worse than the first one. <laughs> and then <laughs> and it that, wasn't. It was just as that. bad, and you realize, what am well, I doing with the my plot life? The plot was much, much worse. I, I, I challenge that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to challenge that because I know the plot from the first one, and it was nothing to write home about. <laughs> No, it was, yeah, the plot from the first one was boring. The plot from the second one was just stupid. Oh, okay. All right, then I'll give you that. <laughs> Especially when they started introducing time travel they try, stuff. They try to catch you up on the plot in the first one, and they do terrible jobs of it. I had to go to Wiki, and, the, and nobody cares about the game enough to explain no, the plot it, to you from the they, first one. Yeah, it's just they awful. They just <laughs> you in there. <laughs> <laughs> you are, do stuff. <laughs> There's a bad guy. Go kill him. Oh, okay. Good yep. to know. Go back in time. There's time travel? Oh, yeah. are you kidding me? I didn't even get to time travel. Oh. It's not even good time. You just go back in time, collect something, and then done. Oh, sweet. Well, that's great. It's three times. What about uh, Agarest Zero? Was that not disappointing because you oh, we were expecting that. it to be terrible? Because Agarest was yeah, also ta- terrible. <laughs> oh, because I feel like much. it's the same deal. It's a sequel to a terrible game, and to an extent, you would be expecting terrible. He didn't play the then... first one. He didn't play Chronicles one. Oh, he already okay. said that. Yeah, he didn't play Chronicles one. So he's like, but oh, it's an idea factory game. Why Chronicle- would you expect anything from it? No, White Knight Chronicles wasn't. No, I was talking about Agarest. Uh, Agarest Zero was. Yeah. Yeah. White Knight Chronicles is level 5, which really begs the question, why did it go wrong? Level 5 usually makes some pretty good games. This is them banking on, we need to have a bad game. Let's do it on the Sony platform. And then <laughs> go make a bunch of good stuff on the DS. Come back around and make up for it with Nino Kuni, hopefully. You'll appreciate Professor Layton that much more. Yes. <laughs> I don't have one. Um, I should. What's my what about War in the North? Yeah. I didn't. I talked to Michael too much during the development process, so it really tempered my expectations on that. What did he tell you? um, I just got an idea of, you know, how serious the team was about everything and how quickly things were moving. So I kind of just expected that there might be some issues with this game. I also got to play it and see it at at pre release events that um, some I couldn't, some I couldn't really talk about. So it was like, yeah. Well, I guess I could talk about them. But anyway, I, whenever I saw it, I was never impressed. And it always looked kind of muddy graphically. And I can always tell, like, how the, I can't always tell. But I always make this assumption, like, the care that they put into how the game looks kind of reflects the overall care being put into the rest of the game. And, and that, that's totally not true. But it was uh, the impression that it had given me <laughs> for this game. So I, w- I was going with it. I'm like, this this doesn't, they're not showing any gameplay. 
that's not a good sign. And uh, and that kind of took me home to be, realize that, yeah, that's why they weren't showing anything, because they didn't really come up with much for you to do in this game, and, which is evidenced by the fact that it's like a seven, eight-hour game. I don't know if that's normal for Snowblind games, but you know, I just wasn't that surprised by it not knocking one out of the park. I was surprised by the bugs, but... So why did you play it if it sounded terrible to you and you played earlier versions and it was terrible? Because I got a free copy. Um, We were playing it. We got a bunch of review copies. We were all playing it, trying to do stuff multiplayer at the same time, figure out uh, let's get some review on the podcast and stuff like that. So I was just jumping right in. I've been following this thing the whole time. I love the Lord of the Rings uh, um, environment and and lore and all that. And this game has that. It has trees and elves and dwarves. No, it has story and stuff. They talk about things that happen in the books, and they actually expand on them in a way that works for somebody obsessed with Lord of the Rings mythology and stuff like that. So that was all. That was all great. And I don't mean like you need to have read the Silmarillion, but that you actually read and like the books. That's all I mean. And it worked well. And I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, and so um, it if it worked for that part of it. And you know the bugs sucked, but I stuck with it because I liked the other things. You know. And uh, honestly, what I what I found out was the game does a wonderful job of bringing its concept art to life. They just integrated the concept art that I was seeing at these events into the games and the backgrounds. They build environments out of this thing that just brought concept art to life in a way that I hadn't seen before. And so it had things that it did well, and I stuck with it, and it was very short. So it wasn't very hard to play through, Glenn. <laughs> so it was actually better than you were expecting. Um. No, I say I, I, you know, in some parts were better than I expected, and some parts were worse than I was expecting, and the bugs were just so so painful that I, 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 it's it's keeping me. The game's hard. Like I wanted to give that game a four out of five, uh, and you know I didn't review it, but if I was going to score, I wanted to give it a four out of five, but I just couldn't. My conscience wouldn't let me because it had such terrible game breaking bugs and combat. You know, a, a battle system that just doesn't let you scale very high. They get you started on this awesome Diablo progression and then you don't go anywhere with it. And and the game's just kind of over and you're supposed to replay it and replay it on harder difficulties. And it's like, well, it's just too short to replay. I, I don't know. So eh, it ended up in the middle for me. I, I can't say I, I felt any deep disappointment or any deep like sense of well this everyone's got to try this. Um, I think more people, if you can get around the bugs, more people will enjoy it than uh, than kind of the hype is out there saying that you will. But uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and defend it because those bugs were inexcusable. So, mm. I'm still looking for one on this that that I really feel upset about. Like this is really disappointing. And you have to play a game. You have to play more than one game. You yeah, know? that's what it yeah. really is. Yeah, um, that's that's what's killing me here. If I'd played, you know, Dungeon Siege Three was d- disappointing when I played its demo, but that doesn't count. So, didn't you play uh, Dungeon Hunter Alliance? I did. What a piece of crap! Was it disappointingly a piece of crap, or was it another game you thought would be bad and then it was, so it wasn't disappointing? <laughs> Why do you only play games you think will be bad? <laughs> Great question. That's the deeper it? question. Because this one had multiplayer. <laughs> oh, you have friends. I don't. You don't have to worry about that. Then you just play single player games that sound fun, and you're good. Why, why don't you? Why don't you name your least favorite World of Warcraft patch of the year? <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one. It didn't add anything for me. Oh, that was this year. There though. you go. Yeah. That that that's your most disappointing game of the no, year. I, dude, I stopped playing much of WoW last year. So, especially now that uh, Star Wars is out. 
and I had low expectations for that, so that doesn't count either. <laughs> I do like that this podcast has been 80 to 90% negative. I, I approve of that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I tried two or three years ago to get, a, to get Mac, you know, Michael to add more negative categories, and the best we got out of it was I added worst RPG, and otherwise he was like, no, I do not want worst story, I do not want worst characters, I do not want worst battle system. I was like, no, I want it all to be negative. Nah, this okay podcast this. is filling that void. Yeah, I'm okay with that. He has to deal with those publishers afterwards. You know. <laughs> he, said, he said that. That was one of the reasons why. He's like, I don't want Atlas USA emailing me and telling me not to diss their games. Like it's their job to, to police that. All right. Well, screw this. Um, winner for wor- most disappointing game. Everyone's gone. Most disappointing game is... Um, well, lots of good choices. So I should probably go with Trails in the World Sky. World of Warcraft patch 4.3.2, 4. which came out in 2012, is the winner. Oh, man. I was really moved by Sam, so I'm going to go Rune Factory. <laughs> but that, she said Rune Factory. Wasn't that after she talked about... Uh, yeah, well, after she talked about Artonelico, yeah. You're right, Artonelico. I'm having a nap. I, I hate. I don't want to put Artonelco. I don't think that's even a good answer. That's um. Why is that not a good answer? The girl runs around with a cat mask. That sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> so I'm going. <laughs> All right. Oh, this sucks. It also. It also. I suppose it also has havoc controlled boob physics. So it's got that going for it. I, I like lens. Let's just insult everybody. Dragon Age Two and Torchlight and Trails in the Sky are all the most disappointing games in the year. Obviously, Glenn, why not, why not Glenn, the, you why not really add another four on top there. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not buying Arsenalico three and now. Rune Factory. Please don't. I already bought it. We don't play games. I you you played, buy them because you want to buy them. I all three Artanelico games. I haven't right. played any of them yet. And every every now and then you pull them out during the podcast and go, my process. And I then, usually you know, don't. Put them back um, on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> all right, gentlemen and lady, this brings us to... A positive award? What the hell? How'd that get in here? The best overall RP... Because I pulled all the categories out because nobody liked... Yeah. Anyway, I pull So, best overall RPG. Any console, any platform, any year as long as that year is 2011. On Earth. Yes. Just to account for time dilation or anything. Okay, yes. 20, so, here we go. Anybody like a game this year? <laughs> Let's start Skyward with that. <laughs> Skyward Sword. All right, Michael says Skyward Sword. Ew, Zelda. That's not Is that only because no East game came out this year and no Saga game came out this year? So a Zelda game came out? Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that is a good point. Well, we got East 1 and 2, but... I wouldn't vote right. those. What, what's the good part of Skyward Sword? Because all I've played so far is a little bit of running around a really annoying overworld area that turned the overworld into a dungeon. I really like those parts. Oh, okay. <laughs> like pretty much everything. It's like I want to get to the dungeon. It's like, well, you can't get to the dungeon. You need to five, find five things. 
All right. So we've got. So how is Skyward Sword better than every other Zelda that's identical? Yes. Or is it equally awesome? Well, it doesn't and have all to Zeldas be. Are all... It needs to be that's better than every other game. What Skyward Sword is, is not identical. It's the only Zelda game that isn't yeah. identical. It's not identical. Well, well, that, I haven't played it. I'm, I'm wrong. wrong. I'm genuinely wrong. asking out of ignorance. The Zelda Two Adventure of Link is not identical to every other Zelda game. So don't give let's me not, the Skyward let's, Sword. Let's let's not talk about Zelda 2. The only RPG in the series? Yeah, you're right. Let's not talk about that. And well, also technically, Ocarina of Time series. 3DS is an RPG. No, it's not. Nintendo called it an RPG. Yeah, they're wrong. Let's can we not get into that and just talk about <laughs> Sword itself? All right, fine. Well, Why I, I wasn't Skyward being facetious. I mean, genuinely, people that played Skyward Sword and liked it a lot tend to say that there are things that set it apart from the other 3D Zeldas. So I'm curious, what are they? I haven't bought it yet, and might not because I don't have a Wii Motion Plus. Um, I just thought it it felt a lot more focused. Everything, um, you know. Obviously, they said the overworld areas are a lot more like a dungeon. Um, the combat's a lot more interesting, mostly because of the motion controls, but they're obviously very well in- implemented. Um, they came out with a... There's a lot of new uh, gadgets that use the motion control that I really liked. Um, the Making the uh, soundtrack orchestrated makes so much difference. So, so much difference. Like, I may find it hard to go back to some of the older 3D Zeldas with uh, MIDI music. Um, but really, it's it's just kind of the overall design of the game. It's it, it's less about exploration, but but which sounds bad, but the way I think the whole game is put together, I, I it just it's a it's a fun adventure. I don't know how else to describe it. It's knit together for fun adventure. So it's just as amazing as every other 3D Zelda game. Plus, it has motion controls, and they're amazing. Is that it? I don't. I don't think every other 3D Zelda is amazing. I hate Majora's Mask. Hate that game. I, I'd love to make a snarky <laughs> comment, but I, I didn't play Majora's. All right. Mask. So, no, how are the awesome bosses college. in Skyward Sword? Are they awesome? They crap. I I, I don't understand. I really like the boss. Okay. Because the first one sucks. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah, the first one does suck. The first one. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he's he's tough, but I I thought that was an interest, interesting battle. It regardless. was tough, but not interesting, is what I found. I, because the yeah. controls they want you to do don't work the way you want them to work. It's like fake someone out. Well, the way you'd actually do that, if you do that, it doesn't actually do that motion. It's it, <laughs> you know you have to like do this slow, unnatural fake out yeah. thing that just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, that that battle's a little rough, but uh, other than that, I I really like the boss battles. Right. Which after I was really disappointed by the majority of boss battles in uh, Twilight Princess. So, so you played that afterwards? No, I played. I mean, I was really disappointed in that, and this was uh, a big improvement over those. Hmm. A lot more. A lot of them were challenging, and you know, most of the bosses in Twilight Princess were way too easy. You know, I just think this this game is well balanced, and it's even got a for people crazy people like me who love Dark Souls. It's got a more difficult mode you can unlock after beating the game. It does. I didn't know yeah. this. What do they do that's different? Um, can't remember exactly. The monsters are a lot tougher. I know that. I'm I'm not sure of what the other changes are. Hmm. Uh, I don't. You might start with less hearts or something like that. I forget. All right. 
but yeah, it just it's just a fun game. I thought the story was interesting. Um, the only real annoyance is the com- the new companion they came came up with, but she's still better uh, than Navi. No, no, no. Uh, no. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so you do get sick of her. Yeah, but maybe it didn't bother me because I'm just kind of used to that by now. Someone, someone playing this as their first Zelda game may be really irrita- irritated by it. But and and you know, another thing I really liked is the game gets to the actual game a lot quicker than Twilight Princess what did. Oh like my twi- god! But this game Twilight- takes two hours to get to the actual game. It didn't take me two hours. Oh my gosh! You have to do so much up in the sky. <laughs> You Chris isn't very good much. at games. Apparently. Well, <laughs> a- actually, Anna was playing that part. We were playing it together. She you does the talking. overworlds. I do the, the, the dungeons. So you can tell why I'm really frustrated that I can't get to the dungeons really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Princess took like, I don't even remember how long. It was a long time. Just I, to... I'm telling you, it is like two hours in Skyward Sword. Go back and check. <laughs> Are you sure Maybe. Anna wasn't just screwing with you and like, I need to chop down every damn blade of grass before was, I go into the next well, dungeon? she and did chop down like some of that, for- and she has issues running up walls, and yeah, maybe. And we had to catch that stupid cat. Oh, there's so much that they make you do up there. <laughs> That's another thing. I actually like the uh, stamina system they put in there. I think they used it in a, a lot of the puzzles in interesting ways. And like I, the, thought it was, I, I thought it was underused, honestly. Yeah, I I could agree with that. But I I think the dungeons in this game are probably the best in the series. How'd you like tightrope walking? Uh, Once you figure it out, that's actually really easy. Once you figure out that you have to put the Wiimote vertical, that was so stupid. As soon as you figure that out, it's easy. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of easy. I don't think it's fun, but okay. It's not not in that game that much, though. Yeah, okay. Well, it was in the first dungeon a lot, so... So, uh, so Mike, I, you know, yes. I, I, the reason why I've been kidding you about the high scores and stuff is apparently last year was an awesome year for you, and you liked a whole lot of games. Was there anything in particular? It's not apples to apples, but what put Skyward Sword above, say, Trails in the Sky or, uh, you know, Tactics Ogre, or Disgaea Four? Uh, I'm looking at your sheet right now. Uh, Deus Ex, <laughs> Dark Souls, and Ocarina of Time. Other games that you also scored high. Um, I thought it was the complete package. Like some of the other games, like uh, Dark Souls. Obviously, I love Dark Souls, but in the story area, uh, it's lacking very much. Um, Trails in the Sky, it's a little too slow-paced. Uh, it takes a while to pick up. Um, Tactics Ogre, um, I don't know. Tax- Tactics Ogre would be very close. But uh, Disgaea 4... Uh, you know, the Disguise series, I don't think, is ever perfect. So, you know, that's that's got some some story issues and things like that. I mean, I could, I could go on and on, but, you know, Skyward Sword was probably perfect. the game that... Not, I, no, 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 no. Definitely not perfect, but just the game that I had the least issues with All right, would be the, a better way to describe it. Okay, and it had a quick pace. Yeah. And I, I really liked that the over, they made the overworld areas more like dungeons because, you know, some of the 3D Zelda games, I just got sick of, you know, kind of just traversing these large, pointless areas. You know, I thought they, I made, they made that a lot more interesting and made those, you know, it, 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 basically the best thing about Zelda is a, a dungeon. So if they make 
the overworld areas, the dungeons too. That's cool by me. Is it worth me buying a Wii Motion Plus just to play one game? Uh, depends on how much you like the Zelda series. I think it was, it depends on how much money I have. <laughs> <laughs> that too. All right, Glenn, I want to hear about what you thought your best, the best overall game was. Uh, the game I gave the highest score in our rankings was Bastion, and I played Dark Souls since then and still wouldn't put it as high as Bastion. So Bastion. But I don't... Yeah, so Bastion. But I, I also wrote the the RPG of the Year piece on that, so I don't know how... I mean, I don't be like, go read the feature, that's how I feel, because I exaggerated a little bit because it won. But uh, <laughs> So what are your real well, feelings? <laughs> man, well... So I said earlier too about uh, you know it being an you know I could read an Adrian action RPG review and got a good feeling I'd still like the game. I, I thought the, really the battle system was what cinched it for me. Was I mean it looked great. Uh, I liked the story. I liked the way the narrator was implemented. I liked the way the world built around you, which is what I wrote about mostly. But uh, for an action RPG, I thought the combat system was had a more of a. I think they're better in RPGs when they have a tactical fix because action games. Like Assassin's Creed and Batman tend to be just action games that don't have much of a tactical side to them. I like them better when action RPGs try to be a little more tactical. And Bastion had you had to think ahead a little bit in choosing. You know, it was a big choice when you want to switch from one type of gun to another type of gun, and the way the different guns and weapons played out in the game. It just it had more variety to it and more thinking to it. So it was really the the battle system, which is usually what I hate about action RPGs, especially simple ones, was I thought really solid in Bastion. Not like mind-blowingly amazing, but I thought it really made it fun. And then when you couple that with uh, the way the narrator worked, you know, the, the dialogue, the script was fantastic, and the visuals. It was a uh, it was kind of like what we just said about Skyward Sword. It was just a it was a very complete package. I you know as compared to other years, you know I liked. Like Fallout 3 was my favorite game of the year that uh, that came out. And I like Dragon Age Origins the year it came out. Those are all better games than Bastion. But uh, for last year, I liked Bastion a lot. You know, and that, I guess, I guess, I, but I didn't play Skyward Sword, so who knows. I didn't play Radiant Historia either. So of the, the games that came in the top three, I didn't play two of them. But uh, I would say Bastion was my favorite. That's pretty good. And that won the sights overall ba- game of the year, right? So... Yeah, it seems like people. That, there's no one really hates Bastion. I mean, no. kind of the odd way it works when you average yeah. things out is, you know, if a few people hate a game, it'll knock it out of the top. And Bastion seems to be one of those games that no one really disliked. You might not think it left up to the hype if the first way you heard of it was it's the RPG of the year. Maybe it doesn't live up to that for you, and that's fine. But you know, if, if for for a game that people just play, no one seems to really dislike Bastion. Everyone seems to like it. So I think that kind of helped it win. What wins for you, Adrian? Well, for me, it's kind of a tie between two games. Um, Bastion oh, is one of them. Bastion is one of them, but since Glenn's already talked about Bastion, he's kind of mentioned every. I think Bastion we've covered enough. Um, the other game is Skyrim, and uh, Skyrim came as a huge surprise to me because honestly, I wasn't expecting a lot from it. Uh, I could not stand Oblivion at all. And uh, even the other Bethesda games I've played didn't really impress me that much. Like, Glenn loves Fallout 3, and I, I loved Fallout 3, but I definitely saw a lot of flaws with the game, and I had a lot of problems with it. But Skyrim fixed most of the problems I had with Fallout 3. It was basically Fallout 3 in a fantasy setting with a slightly better combat system and a much 
in a much larger world, and it, it just appealed to me. I, I just had I put in well over 200 hours over over the course of the time I played the game. It took me two months to finally finish with it, and uh, yeah, and I mean it's very rare for me to put that kind of time into a game. So when that happens, I I got to give it a nod. Yeah. So you didn't. You weren't so big on Oblivion. What did you think the big difference was? Because you know, I, I played both. I liked Oblivion a little bit more. Although Skyrim did do many things better. What do you think made the difference? Was it just the battle system? It was being the gameplay. Less crappy. The gameplay in general. The combat system was more solid. I mean, it's still not amazing, but at least it was not boring. There was a lot. There was a lot of options you had, and the leveling system made a lot more sense. I love. I love the way you, you progressed your character in Skyrim compared to Oblivion. What kind of character did you have in Skyrim? I had two characters. Okay. Uh, the first character I started was a heavy armor wearing uh, mage slash swordsman, so a spell sword. One hand had a sword. One hand had a spell. Had a lot of fun with that character. Okay. Now, how I, do you uh, play that character without having to retreat from a ton of battles? Heavy armor, uh, heavy, heavy armor, armor. yeah. Because yeah. that's what I've been doing, and I've I heavy found armor that I had to go over. Heavy I had to start armor and restoration up, magic. Yeah, I found I had to start getting uh, shields with resistances because the game would just throw like ice mage people at me, and it was those, just terrible. Those guys hurt, and I'd use potions to heal myself up if that happened. But restoration yeah. magic helped as well, and generally uh, I'd throw a fireball at them before they even launched at me. That would hit them a bit, and then I'd run in and smash them with my sword. And it also helped that I, uh, over the course of the game, I leveled up blacksmithing and enchanting. Yeah. So I created, equip- I created equipment that basically broke the game. Uh, see, I, yeah, I once have- I made a necklace of lots of magic resistance, uh, I don't think I died for the rest of the game. Yeah. Unless it was oh, jumping it was, off the mountain. Like an enchanting I, and blacksmithing was amazing. I have blacksmithing fully leveled, but I... I- Barely have enchanting started, so that's and my issue. my second character, which is the character I ended up playing more of the game with. Uh, it was I started out playing stealth, and this is one of the things I really loved about the game is because I started out playing stealth, but as as the game went on, I was getting bored of it because uh-huh. it was so easy, and my, I'd had my stealth skill maxed out for like 20 levels. So I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to start doing something else. So I bought myself a bunch of dest- uh, destruction magic spells. And I already had great equipment, so I set, uh, I set myself up some new armor that gave me minus 100% magic cost for destruction spells. So all my destruction magic was free. <laughs> and I just started leveling up destruction magic, and it was, it was a blast. I, I did that with one-handed weapons, even two-handed weapons. I could level up any weapon type I want. I could play the game however the hell I wanted, whenever the hell I wanted, and it worked. It was it's, Wait, so it's easy, you had it's easily two characters, the best but they were the same character? Well, no, no, not at first. Oh, okay. Like, the, uh, the majority of the game I played, uh, well, like, the early game, at least, when I played with my uh, second character, like, he was mainly stealth. Got it. But uh, as the game progressed, uh, I got, I was, like, level 40-something, and I was tired of sneaking up on I, everything. I like how you had, like, max enchanting and blacksmithing in both characters somehow. Well, that's right? just because I realized in my first character how unbelievably how good it, is. Okay. it was. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I ended up, I maxed enchanting and blacksmithing before any other skill. They just, they level yeah. up fast, and once you do it on purpose, and it's the best way to get money anyway is to enchant yeah. a bunch of crap and sell it. So, yeah, I did that in my game. Okay. But no, yeah, it was fair. just, like... I loved Fallout, and Glenn, I, I know you love Fallout, and you think Fallout 3 is the better game. For me, Skyrim was the better game. I just I, I thought Skyrim had almost everything that Fallout 3 did, but just had better better systems in place. 
you didn't have a because you played the first character, you know, a lot. You didn't have a problem redoing the same things a second time, or did you intentionally do different plots, different dungeons? Well, I made a mistake with my first character in that uh, I was playing, I was sort of role playing my first character in that when I came across like the Dark Brotherhood and the Thieves Guild, I kind of made a moral choice and said I'm not, I'm not dealing with this, and so oh, I, you no. know, I kind of killed them all. <laughs> I, I Which, kind hey, of there is a quest for that for the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. There is yeah, a there kill is. all the Dark I, Brotherhood. I thought that was really quest. cool too. As soon as I killed Astrid, actually, I got that quest, and I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. So I went and did it, but it's kind of a boring quest, all things considered, especially considering how awesome the Dark Brotherhood chain is. In fact, this Dark Brotherhood quest chain story is better than the main game story. Cicero See, now, was my favorite character in now, the game. That's, I've not heard that echoed elsewhere. A lot of people explain, uh, say that the, they were disappointed with the Dark Brotherhood, given how good it was in Oblivion, and that the real guild that's got a lot of attention this time is the Thieves' Guild. Thieves' Guild was interesting, but it definitely didn't compare to uh, the Dark Brotherhood. I mean, how wow, do you compete okay. with actually planning an assassination of an emperor? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I, I'm with Adrian. I thought the characters were more interesting with the Dark Brotherhood, too. Because oh, it definitely. wasn't like a real Dark Brotherhood guild like you had in Oblivion. It was like pretty much goofy wannabes who had a fake Dark Brotherhood guild. And I thought the characters were more interesting. They were, they were great. I mean, they're all. I've met, I, rem- I don't remember many of the characters in Skyrim, but I remember the Dark Brotherhood characters. There's that little the vampire girl, Babette. With mm-hmm. her disturbing, disturbing talk about murdering people in the street. Yeah, you wanted to talk to every character in the Dark Brotherhood <laughs> yeah. about what you're about to do because they were all so funny. It was like the only part of the game that felt well written. There's the awesome wizard who talks about walking up to people, melting their faces, and then running away as fast as he can. Oh, he has a line, you have to kill someone at their wedding, and he's like, like I killed a woman after her during her honeymoon too. I never should have married her. She was no good. And like, make a joke about killing his wife. I mean, it's there's a lot of really great dialogue packed into remember, you know one one thousandth of the game in the Dark Brotherhood. I remember I came in, I came in back from an assassination contract, and the uh, the Hammerfall guy, the Nazim, the guy who's like just the essence of cool assassin. He he just talks to me as I hand it in. It's like, you reek of death, my friend. I salute you. It was I just I. It was just awesome. <laughs> and he makes fun of you, too. Like, oh, you co- you killed a chef in his kitchen and he was unarmed. Good job. Here's your reward. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that whole guild was just amazing. But uh, you know what? The game as a whole, I just I loved it. I put in way more hours than I really should have to the point where I was actually putting off the main quest on both of my characters because I didn't want to finish the game. Well, apparently you should have done that first because it's not going to live up to the rest of the of the things you've done already. So, is, is what I've been hearing. Yeah, well, kind of. the The final boss fight was a bit anticlimactic considering how easy it was. So, and then the game just keeps going. So, yeah, it's well, like, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you don't. You know, there's not like a big congratulations. Everyone doesn't like. There isn't, treat there isn't you even different. credits. That's what's yeah. amazing. There's no credits. It so, extends. <laughs> I, I do like the idea here on another podca- podcast is um, after the game ends, that's when you should do Dark Brotherhood because you resent how nobody's giving you accolades. Just like, I just saved the world and you guys don't care. Therefore, I'm killing you all. It's Dark Brotherhood time. <laughs> uh, it's also one of only two console games that I've actually gone out of my way to get all the achievements for. So that's another thing. Oh, wow. That's a lot of work, isn't it? Well, actually, it was fairly easy in Skyrim. Skyrim oh. makes their achievements quite easy to get. Well, like they're true. not, they're not extremely difficult to get. But you still need to go out of your way. Like there's a few that you have to actually really make the effort for. Mm-hmm. 
because they're not going to happen naturally. Like uh, racking up a thousand gold bounty in every city. Oh wow! At, at the same time, right? You have to have time? a thousand bounty in every city at the same. Yeah, time. in every city at the same time. Yeah, right. Which okay. is easy, but you're not going to do that like on accident. You know? Exactly. You have to go out of the way to do it. Got it. Um, well, I have to agree with you. Skyrim is the best game I've been playing this year, this past year, and I've had a ton of fun with it. And you didn't even mention that the music is really good in that game. The graphics are fantastic on that game. I'm playing it on my PC, ported up, you know, put up on my TV, so it looks. Well, fantastic. I didn't even think I didn't even think about the music, but I agree with you there. The music was great, especially especially the main theme that uh, bombastic uh, yeah. Nordic. Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin. Yeah, thing. I love that song. Yeah. I, I actually. Sometimes when I was playing it, I would put off starting the game just so I could hear the song <laughs> play through once. <laughs> I, some of the themes sound the same as Oblivion, but I, I liked that it gives the games kind of some cohesion. And, uh, yeah, it's just tons of really good... I guess that's Jeremy Soul, right? So, a big surprise. He's a good composer. <laughs> uh, my only real complaint with Skyrim, and it, it's a petty one, but it's still worth mentioning, is that there's only like 10 voices in the entire damn game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and half of them are Arnold them Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was pretty distracting. I agree with you. <laughs> it was, it was, I thought it was worse with the men. It seemed like they had yeah, about men five men, men, and each one had a completely different recognizable accent they used in yeah, every exactly. character. Yeah, All the voices were very recognizable, but they used them so often for so many different characters that it became meaningless. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, all right. So my pick is also Skyrim, and I, you guys did such a better job of talking about that game than I could because I just like, you know... Going around doing stupid side quests and, and stuff, and they're dragons. Well, yeah, I, I'm, my my game so far has been about managing, carrying back dragon bones, and leveling up my blacksmithing and stuff. And you're getting all these crazy quests. Like I've got so had much a more to do. Lesbian relationship? I have not. That's true. <laughs> I did have a guy die in his own bear trap and go flying fifty three feet through the air, but that's about it. Nice. <laughs> um, Sam, what is your best overall game or RPG? I think you can all guess it. Um, Ruin Factory. (laughs) You all suck. (laughs) Like, you guys suck hardcore. Artanelico Tatori? That could be a compliment. Shut up, Glenn. (laughs) It was Atelier Tatori. That was, I think, the best game I played all year. Uh, Close second being Yakuza 4. Uh, The reason Tatori slightly beats out Yakuza 4 is just because Yakuza 4 has the problem of repetition and it gets pretty bad for it. But Tatori had really fun story, really great localization, awesome cast of characters. Tatori's story is just, it's really bittersweet and you, you want to follow her around and you want to watch her grow as a character. And to me, story is always more an important aspect for me when I play RPGs. Game, gameplay is great. But generally, I find my favorite games also have, like, a really fun or really strong story to go with it. And Tutori's story was was really good. Um, the gameplay is still great. I, I mean, I love, you know, a lot of people hate resource management games. I actually kind of like them. I like time management. I like resource management. Those types of things I enjoy. I like the alchemy system in the game. I I mean, it's a little bit better than Verona's, not by much. I mean, they didn't really do too much changes. And, oh, my God, it's just gorgeous looking. And the music's really good. Like, Tatori was the perfect game for me all year. 
And I still look back fondly at it, and I'm just like, you know what? I had tons of fun playing that. And at the end of the day, the best game should be a game that you had fun with. Sounds like a good way to pick. But in terms of story, Yakuza 4 actually has a slightly better story. (laughs) But that's because they give you four characters to play with, and it's actually written by a Japanese novelist. It was really good. Talk, talk about Tatori, Glenn. You played it too, and you played it like uh, such I did. a girl. You were such I played a girl. It like a what? No, you were such a girl about it, but you like girly games. I do, I do. Well, uh, I'm a sucker for Sims, so it's the sim mechanics that pull me in. It's just I also have a strong stomach for ten year old girls giggling at each other for fifty hours, which is a large part of Arona and Totori. But uh, I mean, they're they're fun. <laughs> I play games slow, shut up. <laughs> there was one time I was playing Totori, and I was so hell-bent on whatever the hell I was doing that I played it for about 30 minutes and not in a single day passed. It was just 30 minutes of me. What Totori really gives you more abilities where you're not as fixated on time. Like, you know, a day passing isn't a huge deal in Totori like it is in Rorona. So you, you, you feel you have more time, more flexibility, but there was some time I was hell-bent on just... I don't know, doing quests, but doing quests without making any time pass. And I played for like 30 minutes, not a single day passed. And considering the game is like three years long, that's kind of a big deal. So it Actually, it really it slows this down. Time. Was it six? Okay. It was six. I mean, <laughs> not three, were, like Rorona. <laughs> Rorona was crazy. I do, you know, I played them so close to each other because I didn't play Rorona right when it came out. But I do mix them up a little bit. But uh, I mean, Totori, yeah, I agree with Sam. It had a, it had a great story. Uh, it was a lot more character-driven. Rorona was more like happy girls goofing around than anything else. Totori was more like, you know, someone died and I want to find out why and avenge their death kind of a thing. So there was a, a bit of more of a, you know, it's called the adventurer of Arlen instead of the alchemist. And there's more of a, you know, let's go out and as, a, as an adventurer edge to the story. So I did like Totori's story more than Rorona, although I liked both. You know what? There was just more of a purpose I found in Totori. Yeah. In Totori. Um, and Totori's a really great character to follow. Like, she's very sweet and very naive, but that's kind of her charm. You you want to follow her around because you actually kind of feel bad for her. And like, she's a much more you know normal, believable character just in, in the world than ever was. Yeah. was a yeah. job. And Rorona's still a nut job. It's nice in a goofy game like that, you know, where their discussions are about, you know, JRPGs, that the Japanese developers are kind of fixating more on making games that feel and read and look like anime than anything Western people really want to consume. You know, Totori and Morona still have that goofy anime feel, but Totori had a very driven, logical, I mean, it was fun playing as a character who kind of constantly raised an eyebrow and said, you know, what is going on around me? You guys are all nuts. And that happened a lot. And it, it does kind of give an endearing, it gives a more normal effect to the game than Verona has or, you know, other JRPGs that go for this anime feel where everyone's crazy and that's the game. And that can be really fun. But in Totori, you had at least one character who was like, you know, you guys are all crazy. Let me point out how crazy you are. And it was a well, it was a fun, goofy game to play, but then it also had a driven, realistic side to it. So I like the plot in Totori a lot. Well, and but funny I'm, enough, I'm a sucker for Sims, and I'm a sucker for open games. And Totori is Totori's very you know, open. It's very open, and it's very much a sim, and it's I, I like that a lot. So I had a lot of fun right. in Totori. Can, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. 
I my only experience with the Atelier series was uh, Atelier Annie, which Sam was kind enough to send me, and the time thing just drove me nuts to the point where I just stopped playing. I couldn't handle how fast time went by and how little control you had on it. Would I like Totary? Is has that been improved on? Totary is more lenient on time. Like, it's a lot more lenient. Like, as Glenn said, you could do lots and lots of quests and not have time pass. That being said, you can screw yourself pretty badly <laughs> if you don't pay attention to the time. As in, you'll get to a point in the game where when Totori's actually going out on her mission to find out what happened to her mother. Like, you get to a stage where you're building towards all that, but once you actually go out to find her, if you haven't been really paying attention or using your time well... You can pretty much backdoor yourself and get the bad ending very easily because well, you just I, didn't save I, I yourself with, enough days to do that. I agree with Sam. It's it's it feels really lenient the whole time. It's not Adrian. It's not like Annie, and it's not like Verona, where you're conscious of every day that passes feels like a dagger into your heart if you didn't use it well. Totori is much more relaxed until you hit that end game and once you kind of it isn't always clear what you're doing that leads to the main quest but once it clicks for you and you're like oh crap i have to do this in order to solve the main quest and you're like oh my god i only have two months left and it takes one month to sail there yeah i i had that feeling when i, I made it in time you know i got the good ending for the game or maybe not the best but a good ending but uh, that's the only time in the game I really felt pressured by time was the, you know the eleventh hour. The rest of it felt really. You, I wasn't. I didn't. You didn't care. You had plenty of time to do what you had to do. Well, and, it's and, very and there's relaxed. There's one thing to note. There is only one boss fight in Tutori. There's a bunch of little oh, mini boy. bosses, but there's only one actual boss in the game, and he's the one that also can screw you over for time. Because he's right at the end of the game. He's a giant fish. And he pretty much protects. He pretty much protects where well, you, don't you have need to tell to go. the story, but yeah. No, but he's he's a part of the reason why a lot of people screw themselves over. Because they didn't bring a fishing hook. No, because they die, have to do that boss fight over again, and then waste time doing it. Well, just reload. Yeah, your save. The, the problem, Chris, is for most of the game, uh, especially once you start unlocking things, it doesn't take very long to do anything, and you can teleport, and then you hit the very last part of the main quest, and it's. Within the scope of the game, it's like thirty your, days. Can you not just reload your save? And try Probably, again? but it's still oh one of God, those cases where um, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want. I mean, to it's do. like a sim. It's like Civilization. You know, if you're playing, a, you know, Civilization Four, and you suddenly realize you screw up, you don't want to reload a save from twenty turns ago because you're no, like, I, meant, I don't even remember what I did. Well, you're making it sound like this boss is the only issue. You're just save before the boss. <laughs> no, no. This, again. You, you still have a whole month to travel to said boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the problem is how long it takes to get there. Well, I just, didn't have a problem there, but... Well, uh, can you only save at the end of the month or something? Saving requires you to... I'm pretty sure it's what you have to save. If you're so broken that the boss annihilates you, then it's you're not like, I'll just oh. reload and beat him. Okay. You're like, I you now need... Five days to go get shit, and I need five more days to craft better weapons and armor, and five stuff. days to get back to the town, and then fifteen to Got sail out. It. Okay, yeah. yeah, that that's the problem of why in most cases you're likely not going to reload a save, because okay. in most cases you're going to have to build a lot of your arsenal all over again. Awesome. And I was a li- the thing is I was a little dopey. I didn't play it, you know, the most intelligent way possible. It was I waited until the very end of the game to get. 
like you have to craft items and do quests that make it easier to move around the world. And I was really slow to do that uh, because I'm slow or because I didn't find the items. I don't remember. And uh, I still was able to do it in time. If yeah. I replayed the game and I knew what items I needed, I knew you know what to craft first. I would be able to blitz right through it and it would be no problem. So, I mean, there's a learning experience to it. But I did not think, to Adrian's original question, it's not nearly as, you know, compressed and worried, um, uh, you know, about the time as you were in Annie and as in Rorona. Yeah, no, well, I remember the one, I, the one thing that bothered me with Annie with the time was just I'd, I'd go out and start picking some herbs in the in the wherever the hell it was. And while I was just standing around picking herbs, like I, a week would go by. And it just didn't make any sense to me. It was just a. It just made you feel like you had to rush everything. Like every freaking step you took mattered. Yeah, no. In in Totori, you don't have that problem. Time is definitely a more relaxed factor in this game. That being said, resource management is far more important in Totori. In terms of what you need to do, what you need to craft, what you need to create to make the end game easier. So you still want to pay attention to that kind of stuff. But in terms of time, you don't feel binded by it the way you do in Annie or in even in Rorona. The only thing that really binds you with time is getting your adventure license um, upgraded. And even that's pretty lenient. You know, Sam, like you another could, thing is when, when it won some awards, someone asked in the forum, if I hated Rorona, should I play Totori? And you and Becky both felt like, yes, there are enough improvements. Give it a shot. And my opinion is, of course, no. Why do you think Totori is different enough for Verona that if you hated Verona, you should give Totori a shot? I think for most people, it's it's like as Adrian said, being binded by time can be something that if, if you already don't like that, like just you wouldn't want to play those games because it's all about time management. Whereas I think the leniency was something that I think a lot of people will appreciate because Totori is a little bit better about... Uh, introducing players to the mechanics and giving them enough time to really feel the game out. Whereas I think Verona and Annie don't have that. They don't give you enough time to really play with the mechanics and understand them and enjoy them because they're throwing you into a situation where it's like, you have to have this made by this deadline or else you fail. And Totori doesn't have that at all. So I, I am more accepting to saying try totary but if you don't like time management or resource management like just don't touch the atelier series plain and simple but if you're willing to accept that there's there's there is some of that you know by all means give totary a try one of of my favorite games of all time is persona 3 and i love i love the way they deal with time management in that game but it was very different nanny and that's something that turned it turned me off like how would you compare those two I would say that uh, Annie is just very hectic. Annie is an incredibly hectic game, and um, it is exactly as you said. It moves very fast. So every day goes by, it's just, you know, you have to make sure you use your time well. Whereas in Persona 3, I find, you know what, the days were still pretty lenient, and it was up to you to really make a choice what you wanted to do on that day. In Persona 3, you... You couldn't mess yourself up in Persona 3, and then time froze while you were in the dungeon, as opposed to the Atelier series where time moves the entire time you're in dungeons, and you can kind of feel like you screw yourself up by not doing things as days pass. Like you, when in, in the problem with Annie and Rorona is that you want to make every bit of the time count. So if you need to go pick items, 
You know, you want to make sure that you pick the right items and, and make it work. Totori doesn't have that problem. Totori, you know what, you can go visit any area that you want and just enjoy it because time passes very slowly. If you pick herbs, yeah, time passes. But you know what? It doesn't pass a full day like it does in Annie and like it does in Verona. Time time moves far slowly in, in Totori. So it, it definitely has a more relaxed curve to it. But like Glenn and I said, the last bit of the game is pretty... So it can be difficult. Just get a list of the stuff you need and make sure you have it, right? Pretty much. Well, that's, and that's just it. There's probably a you... little guide somewhere you can find that just says, here's the non-spoiler things that you wouldn't think to have but you need, right? Totori is actually pretty good about most of the time telling you what you need and how to get it. Okay. There was only one part in the game where it's a little bit tricky, but that's because it's a big plot point Okay. where Totori's father deserves this giant task to build a ship yeah. out of alchemy. And that, that quest does take a very <clears throat> long time to do. And that's because it's not always clear where you need to get the items. But most of the time, the game is very good about telling you exactly what you need and how to do it. Well, it sounds like so, there's this expectation of you building up your battle power that you might not have realized either. Well, and, and that's the thing. You yeah. you want to build your arsenal to make sure that Tori can with you know hold out in battle, yeah. because so, she is she is technically the weaker character yeah, yeah. of the three that you have. Sure, sure. So I mean, so. just knowing those two things going into it, it should be able to help you enjoy the game more, right? I hope. And, and you know, so. my take, Chris, too, is you know there are people you know that like Dragon Quest, like Final Fantasy, like JRPGs, and you know that's that's their you know their niche, and that's fine. They like that subgenre, but for whatever reason, it feels like not many people are picking up this series. And for me, you know, playing Final Fantasy, I didn't play thirteen, but you know, playing Final Fantasies, playing Dragon Quests, and playing these games, I feel like Atelier right now is by far the best active series for a traditional JRPG. It doesn't feel like many people are giving it a fair shot for one reason or another. I, I hear more chatter about Artinelico than the Atelier series. So maybe there's just people out there happily playing it well, and they're really the quiet. The crafting but... doesn't make it seem like a normal JRPG. You know? I mean, I'm I mean, surface. ish. I mean, there's some... I mean, you there's some character growth system to any JRPG. I mean, not Dragon Quest, but, you know, many of them have that. It's just, I mean, you're right, there is definitely a sim component to it, but that didn't stop people at all for Persona. This series isn't, you know, at that isn't quite Persona 3 and Persona 4. I love those games. But I think that there are people out there that should give it a shot that are maybe overlooking the game. I think mm. that Tertory made a nod somewhere on or overlooked for the for last year. But it just, it feels like not a lot of people are trying these games. And at least on staff, the people that try them like them i like them a lot becky and sam like them even more than i do well someone who's been getting overlooked here for a long time now is uh alex who's been waiting really patiently to give us his (laughs) game of the year (laughs) so what is your best game alex i should use it to catch up my sleep really shouldn't i um unsurprisingly mine's the one that i gave five out of five to in my review which would be xenoblade xenoblade That'll and no one can argue with you because yeah, no we haven't one... played it. I played it, wow. but only only a couple yeah. hours. So, yeah, yeah. that's uh, what I played is looking good. But tell us, what is the full glory yeah. of Xenoblade? Well, it's basically the, the entire thing is excellent throughout. All right, it's, it's good because not of really the entire thing. Back problem awesome. with it. Yeah, <laughs> the battle system's very fun. There's loads amount of exploration to do. 
There's loads of side side content as well. Stories, brilliant and well paced. Uh, music's fantastic as well, and the visuals. Are, do, you, do you find that it's unique, yeah. or is it just filling a JRPG niche that isn't being filled by anything else right now? Uh, it's a bit of both, I think, because there's a lot of uniqueness in the world. Isn't mm-hmm. is very unique. All the locations all stand out compared to anything else. Uh, characters and such are sort of filling the void. General plot fills void as well, but it's really well written. So I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, uh, so Alex, one thing I, I mean, I, I know I proofread your reviews, so obviously I've read it, but uh, yeah. you know, I hear a lot about you know, Xenoblade seems to be big on the setting and the story in the world. Is there anything about you know, in these games, you spend a lot of time in, in combat. Is there anything about the battle system that necessarily made this better than other games of last year? Um, sort of, it, it's a very sort of fluid battle system. There's sort of nothing particularly wrong with it. I mean, it doesn't have the pure action. It's sort of middle of the road stuff, but really well balanced, really well sort of planned. So at no point are you sort of getting bored of it. At no point are you sort of really overpowered. Was it? Is it hard? Is it something that takes thought, or is it kind of auto A button pressy? Yay! Uh, it's not too hard because you you can sort of over level if you do all the side contents, but you do still have to sort of keep focusing. You, the skill system requires sort of fair amounts of inputs. It's not button mashing, but you do need to sort of. So let's say, in theory, I am a skeptical, cynical cynical JRPG, except for Atelier, hater who only loves my Western RPGs. Why should I buy Xenoblade when it comes out? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got the exploration. It's one of the main big deals. All the locations are huge. There's lots of routes you can take through them. Lots of of nooks and crannies to find. So it has exploration like a Western RPG, therefore I'll like it. All right. Eh, I've heard worse arguments. A lot <laughs> about it is... Well, you know, I just Western got finished saying that really. what I like about Atelier is the sim and exploration mechanics. So, yeah, yeah I'm definitely a slut. <laughs> what are you saying, Mike? I was just saying that it, a lot about it is kind of like a Western RPG. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade, so good, it's almost like a Western RPG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's kind of got, you know, the style of combat that makes a lot of Western RPGs good, but, you know, the kind of the interesting setting that really draws a lot of people to Japanese RPGs. Well, so that's kind of the best, you say the that because the, the combat reminds me most of Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, but Final yeah. Fantasy XII, I would say, is a lot like... A lot of Western RPGs. Like my first impression was Final Fantasy XII was, well, this is kind of a mix of like uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Final Fantasy. Hmm. When you say Western RPGs, it sounds like you're really meaning MMOs. Ew. No. But because that's uh, Knights of the Old Republic is an MMO. Final Fantasy XII emulated MMOs. Um, I don't know of any Western RPGs Knights like Skyrim Republic and stuff. They don't have battle systems like Xenoblade. I don't know Knights what 
They say the old Republic isn't an MMO. Oh, I'm thinking the old Republic. Yeah, I'm not talking about old Republic. Oh, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but Knights of the Old Republic is turn-based, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's it's real it's time. Act, like you can it's, pause it's with like the spacebar and everything. It's a, have you ever played tactical? Ne- Did you ever play Neverwinter Nights? Um, a little bit. I played it's a lot of Dragon Age bat- and Baldur's Gate. Pretty much the same battle. It's pretty much the same battle system as Neverwinter Nights. Okay, well, yeah, they're they're all relatively similar. Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights, but and it, really, in, it'll keep going. Really, but usually, what you do is you pause and then assign everybody's actions, and then kind of see what happens when their moves actually go off, and then assign more actions, right? Right, and, and is that what it feels like Xenoblade is doing? Because there's no pause, right? Um, no, it's it's a little faster pace than that. You know, okay. unlike Final Fantasy XII, where you could pause it. Yeah. Um, but it it, it still yeah, kind of has a quicker. It still kind of has that same feel to it. Like a lot of people have compared it to, you know, Final Fantasy XII and those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you uh, you could pause games like Baldur's Gate and Dragon Age and things like that, but you can't actually play it without pausing it at all. So, yeah, you know, if you wow. were if you if you were the <laughs> the few that actually did that, then Xenoblade will you got skills be... if you pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> so wheels, you imported it. I did. Yes. So so I... Mike, where would you say it ranks compared to your other you know the top games that I rambled out earlier where would you put it you know we, obviously we couldn't vote for it last year because we were yeah. waiting until next year but where would you have put it uh, i don't know because i really haven't played enough of it to, okay. to s- decide <laughs> another me yeah <laughs> i'm actually you know i don't get excited for japanese rpgs that often but i'm really excited for xenoblade I, i'm uh, buying into the hype i usually i you know i'm skeptical and negative but i'm really looking forward to this game when it comes out yeah, I mean, I, I was actually kind of skeptical, skeptical, ugh, skeptical about it because I didn't like, you know, a lot of the any of the Xeno games that you know a lot of, had a lot of the same developers. So, well, that's the thing. Uh, Xenoblade is Xenoblade surprised. is Xeno. Xenoblade is Xeno in name only. It wasn't even titled Xenoblade until yeah. someone in their marketing department decided to call it Xenoblade. It was originally Xenoblade. called Xenoblade. Yeah. But I mean, it's not that I thought it was going to be another one of those games. It's just that I didn't like the kind of games they made before. So this one was kind of a pleasant surprise all around. Alex, do you have an opinion here? Since we stole your thunder from your favorite <laughs> overall RPG. No, Michael's been saying what I would agree with, saying so, <laughs> as he's awake. <laughs> you know, and I... And, What's kind of interesting about this game is I think, you know, maybe it's unfair, but I think if this had been uh, like a PS3, Xbox game, I think it would have been getting a lot more attention, a lot more hype, and definitely would have come out in the U.S. a lot earlier. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it might have had a danger of sort of being a bit more swamped in that case. I think at least on the Wii, you sort of get everyone who likes JRPGs is going to focus on that. And if it was yeah. coming out on a Sony or Microsoft platform, ultimately it probably wouldn't have received as good a localization either. <laughs> you know what? That, that is actually, that's fantastic. ironic, but probably about true. That. that is a fair point. <laughs> hmm. that's, 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 well, that's, that's okay. I don't, do you really like the English voices? Because I find it easy. It just seems so weird to me. Maybe it's because it's all British. But <laughs> I, I, I kind of I prefer the Japanese <laughs> I voices. I think they're there was, yeah, there was a sort of initial... Well, that's different. Sort of <laughs> even so. for you, yeah, yeah for you, it should have been okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, ma- so. maybe because I really liked Final Fantasy 
12, which had a yeah. lot of British actors. I, mean, I don't, yeah, I don't I know. I haven't actually heard the voice acting for Xenoblade, but I've I've seen the uh, the the trailers for uh, Inazuma 11 in Europe, and no, like, that definitely like, throws like, you for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, really the voice acting is fantastic, especially the British one. Sort of after the initial shock that it was there, it's great to have sort of just even if it's just something different from the usual set that are doing JRPG voice acting normally. All right, guys, I need to wrap, we got to wrap this up. So we got to pick a winner here <laughs> and I have, I think there's only one answer and I'm going to pick the winner to be Xenoblade because that way there's going to be a chance that Xenoblade could win two years in a row. <laughs> and I think the chance of that is just too awesome to overlook. So I'm picking Xenoblade, and uh, that means it's time for us to try and predict out of the games that come out next year. Did I give you the list of games that come out next year? Um, no. I have, yeah, I have it right here. It's in the games coverage sheet. Um, you have it, or you gave it to us? Oh, let me give it to you right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are we Delays all just going to pick kill. Mass Effect 3? Wait, is Diablo 3 actually on this list? Because... Ooh. Fake if if it is. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Oh, hold on. My stream broke, so all the people listening. Get that going. We'll edit we this go. out later. Yeah, no, we won't. Uh, it's too late. <laughs> so let's talk about West. <laughs> it's too or late something. to. Uh, you know, we're not talking about West. Oh, what's wrong with you? Man, so, that game's so terrible. Here you go. So there. There's the link to uh, the full game coverage spreadsheet, and that should get you through next year um, if you go to the first tab, um, including some stuff that's already come out. So you can kind of cheat if you played Final Fantasy 13. You think it's going to be that's the best game, game of the game year. Of the year. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> All right, so it's not Final Fantasy 13. No. Two. 13? Two. 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. Yeah. What's wrong with 13-2? It's not the game of the year. We don't need a debate. No. no it's, it's called not. There's No Barbie Dress Up Time. <laughs> Thunder tits. All right. So. <laughs> What's that, Sunny? <laughs> I'm so tired. You can't accidentally join into a lesbian marriage midway through the game in 13. What up? Oh, you guys. So t- if you've taken a look here, uh, there's some big ones like Mass Effect 3. And someone's writing an email to Grandma, apparently. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and Diablo That's 3. <laughs> and um, let's see, Nino Kuni. What the hell is Gorky 21? Oh, Just make cares? that up and toss that on there. I did not, but that is, I've heard that before. That's real. And yeah, another Atelier game. Some dude just said that, and I put on my list. And a Tales game, because that'll win. Not. Um. <laughs> hey, man, we have wheels on here. Mike might be enough to uh, surpass all of us in Teal's fandom. Tales, it's a really good Tales game. Yeah. I, I thought I yeah. was a crazy Tales fan until Wheels showed up here. I was. I'm really not a crazy, crazy Tales right. fan. He's, he's crazy are. everything. He's not just a crazy Tales fan. So Some I'm going to. Crazy. I. I am going to take the Adrian position and uh, lead us off. I'm going to go Diablo 3. Actually makes it out next year. <laughs> that, that's what you think is going to be game of the year? Uh, yeah. Uh, if it comes out. <laughs> 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 All 
I'm thinking that. Okay, will I think be we're going to be laughing at you tomorrow, uh, next year. Yeah, it's going to come out and it's going to suck, right? Or do you think it just won't be out? Oh, I think it's going to be overhyped. Okay. Overhyped, uh, that's going to be my no prediction, chance. but we'll go on to that. Why do you think it would not be amazing? Oh, because it's reasons. Blizzard and they just put out crap, you know. <laughs> the past 10 years, when have they done anything good? Come on. Adrian hasn't played <laughs> StarCraft 2. He wouldn't understand wouldn't how understand. infallible they are. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. So, does anyone else want to put out put forth a, a guess? Okay, Come I, on. Uh, I'm I'm picking the two games out because I'm really not sure. Oh, you can't pick two. Oh, come on. No. Well, what, I, are I two? Either, what are your two? What are your two? We'll talk you down. It's either gonna be Mass Effect three or Xenoblade. I'm not sure which one's gonna end up taking home the gold, but I'm pretty certain one of those two is gonna end up well, being the, it, the let winner. Me, let me try and narrow this a little bit more. Instead of worrying about the best game in everybody's opinion, what do, what do you think will be the best game in your opinion? Again, I don't know. I know oh. I'm going to love Mass Effect Three already, just because I love the first two, and I'm, I have faith. And I've, I hell, I even love Dragon Age Two, which a lot of people seem to think sucked. So, you know what? I'm, why is, I, I'm confident, I'm confident why is Pandora's Tower on this list? Is that even announced for North America release? Europe, right? Europe. I think it's Europe. Europe. Yeah. Europe has it. So there's we, a chance Nintendo will do it, huh? The only thing I have to go with on Xenoblade is. The fact that everyone who I've I've talked to who's played it says it's awesome, and the fact that it's been compared to Final Fantasy XII, which I loved. So I'm sure I'm going to love both games. I don't know which one's going to be my game of the year, but I'm pretty sure one of them is going to be my you game got, of the you year. You got to pick, man. Come on. <laughs> okay, just just because I can't pick, I'm gonna I can't be, choose between them. I'm gonna choose South Park the game. Oh, boo! <laughs> I'm not putting in a ever. I'm not putting in a fake pit. Alright, I'm doing Mass Effect no, 3 because you picked ever. it first. That's going right. to be an action RPG, therefore it will suck. Made by no. Obsidian, South Park, no less. South Park is turn-based. It's not even going to come out because THU's going to go bankrupt. <laughs> Based on the screenshots, it did not look turn-based to me. What they've talked about the gameplay, it sounds like it's going to be something similar to uh, the Penny Arcade Adventures in terms of combat. Penny Arcade, Penny Arcade Adventures wasn't turn-based or action? No, it was, it was turn-based. Yeah, it was turn-based. It was turn-based. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, it's like an active time battle system. It's yep. the best part of Penny Arcade Adventures. All right, Sam, I got I got to get you to pick something. There's a Maruru, so that, that no, there's your easy it, out. Okay, here's the deal. The game I would like to win Game of the Year will probably be Nino Kune because I think that's the one that my heart is really gravitating mm. towards. The game I think that will win for sure, Mass Effect Three. Oh, so which one are you picking? I'm picking Nino Kune okay. personally because I think it. I I think that that's more my thing. All right, that'll be more fun. Let's go. It's with already that. out in Japan. And everyone knows it sucks. Yeah. Shh, don't tell Glenn, me. Glenn, Glenn, huh? would you like me to walk over there and kick you in the balls? That's what I'm worried about. You'll enjoy it because it's. You'll like be so out of breath by movie. the time you get to my door that I'll knock you out with a frying <laughs> pan, throw you out with the trash. Because he's far away, not because she's out of shape. Just in case you're wondering at home. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do not live very close to Toronto. All right, Michael. Walking. Michael. Yes. You need a pick. Well, I was going to say Mass Effect 3. Yeah. But instead, you I'm going to go complete, completely left field. Oh, no. And say Penny Arcade Adventures oh. Episode 3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what Anna's sitting here messaging me saying that she would pick. 
It's TBA. <laughs> you pick the only game on the list that's TBA. That'll be out by them next year. <laughs> yeah, that'll be out. And it'll now. be PC, most likely, and probably Xbox. I mean, what else would it be? They're still figuring it all out, but I mean, come on, let's be real here. I wonder if you'll be able to transfer your save files from the first two games. <laughs> that, that, if I they think better is, make that work, that would be amazing. I believe that is TBA still. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, Alex, you got a pick? Yeah, uh, as I've been doing the whole Europe first thing with Xenoblade, I'm going to continue that theme and go the last story. Oh, we Yay. know that's not going to be the case, but okay. I'm importing that I know, one. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> it, I'm importing that one for the shiny steel case. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, you're getting the special version? Yeah. Oh, I will look through that and the pre-order, it's just not, it's just a shiny case basically. Yeah, like it a is. Soundtrack I like those sampler. cases. It's not even the full soundtrack. Uh, it's seven it's tracks. Lame. I, I like those cases and it wasn't nah, that much more, that. so nah, I kind of just went with it. I need to order that at some point. Hmm. All right, Glenn, what you got for me? I'll be lame. I'll take one for the team and not pretend like I'm original, and I'll say Mass Effect 3. Ooh, two Mass Effect 3s. <laughs> right. You know, it's, what is there? Mass Effect 1, amazing. Mass huh? Effect 2, better than amazing. Mass Effect 3, better than better than amazing. That's my expectations. Ultra amazing. Is Ultra better than better? I don't know. I mean, this is the thunder tits of amazing because I'm tired. Yes, it's the Thunder Tits of Amazing. Yes. Five out of five Thunder Tits for Mass Effect 3. That is how amazing it'll be. Uh, We're sorry, Chris. I ain't editing this. It's too late. I'm just putting it up. So people, the re- person you got to apologize to is the listener. So. You're not even We're sorry, listeners, but you won't care. No, no. I, I explained. I put in my position afterwards so people know that's all on your shoulders, man. I'll take it. Oh. I'll take all. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll go into Mass Effect 3 with the same mindset it went to Mass Effect with uh, Dragon Age 2, and I'll assume that this time it'll work out okay. all right so now we got to pick ones we think are overhyped and um obviously not hyperdimension neptunia (laughs) that's one that shouldn't exist at all glenn what do you think people are completely insane about and it's gonna suck nothing what are people insane about coming out in 2012 that isn't a bioware game Um, or blizzard i guess kingdom hearts i don't don't know i'm actually nothing that's been hyped this year that's not out yet you know i don't i don't know i i as negative as i love to be I mean, you know Cooney's a good negative. one because we know that it's not reviewing fantastically i'll take darksiders 2 darksiders 1 was crap that never should have been covered darksiders even worse everyone Whoa. will hate it we shouldn't cover it and it's a piece of shit <laughs> what? that's my prediction what what did he have against darksiders you don't like aside Zelda. from it sucking and being terrible and i didn't finish it nothing okay <laughs> <laughs> that was Ouch. harsh. Uh, I don't know. Just skimming the list, the only thing I see that I have low expectations for is well, Dark hey, Siders you know, 2. I could, I could uh, rag on Torchlight too. Also, nothing really. On, the real answer is nothing. I don't think anything's been overhyped this year, really. The only Maybe thing that was over, saying, the only thing that's been overhyped was Amalur because holy crap, the PR they did on that was insane. And it's reviewing well, so you can't even use that as an answer. Uh, you know, it, it didn't review like Mac thought it was going to review, it seems. Because he, th- yeah. no. he was thinking it was the next Skyrim, but um, 
Not quite. <laughs> no. You know, you know, a more real, although I don't want to say it, answer is like Grand Knight's history could be a big disappointment. I don't know. It's not that hyped, but I know people like me have big expectations and, you know, that could not live up to it. So, I mean, Grand Knight's history might be All a right. realistic example of a disappointing game for next year. But All really, right. I, yes. I'll take I don't it. Think no, I'll take it. Yet. Yeah, I'll okay. take it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all things considered, Glenn, I mean, you've been disappointed with a lot of the Vanillaware stuff that's come out. You didn't like Muramasa. Well, that one being a lot, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Muramasa's localization was butchered. I think it would have been a great game if it had a decent localization. If it had something that made sense, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what sucks? You guys have me wanting to pick Diablo 3 for most overhyped now. And I just picked it for game. That's what I'm picking. (laughs) All right, so Adrian's got it. Pick it. I did. I, that was my pick last year, and it's going to be my pick this year. I just hedge my you, bets by picking it for both. If it doesn't get released. <laughs> yes, right? you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I still think it's going to be overhyped because, honestly, everything I've seen about it so far just does not seem even remotely. Well, that's why they're redoing it completely. <laughs> and you know what? That's a terrible sign. The fact that they have to redo the entire game. Well, it's also it, a sign that Blizzard's but, doing what Blizzard does best, which is say, "Hey, you know what? You're right." We caught it before it's out, and we're gonna make it better. So I, this is them. This is their process. So I mean, you could. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it depends when they stop. If they if they finally give up and say, you know what, this is good as we can do it, then you you're you're gonna be right. But um, the, their process works, so I'm not giving up on it yet. <laughs> uh, oh shoot! What can I say? Someone else go. Alex, you got one. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3! All right. Yeah. Now we go. Oh, why is this going to suck now? Because they added multiplayer? I don't think it's going to suck, but I think it's not going to be as good as people are trying to make out. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually with them on that. We're going to have to fight another Terminator? No, you know what? I'm, I'm with Alex on it, oh. actually. As much as I'm yeah. completely excited for Mass Effect 3... The reality is is that if that ending does not live up to the expectations that the players have, it's going to be nothing yeah. but a shit show. Oh, and remember, it's going to set up the rest of their series, too, because they're going to have yeah. non-Shepherd games. So be prepared. Yeah. They've already rough. hyped that the ending is going to be awesome as well. So. Yeah, oh, so. and that's just it, right? It's like once you hype that the ending is going to be awesome, if the ending doesn't oh, no. live up to the expectations. Now, wait a second. I'm all, up, all down on Bioware earlier, and now you guys are like, oh, this game is no, going to no. up hey, the hey. expectations. Hey, <laughs> I am, I am completely thrilled. I am okay. completely thrilled for Mass Effect 3 right. in the sense that, yay, I'm going to romance Garrus again and I'm going to have fun. I want some lines. RPG elements again. I want, Do you like really boring people? Is that? I like Batman, and that's what Garrus is. He is Batman. <laughs> no, he's he's a, shut up, He's Glenn. Birdman, but no, Batman. he's not Batman. Hey, listen, hey, that's hey, listen, the impression I, I got from Garrus in Mass Effect 1. Yeah. Hey, hey, no. hey, hey, tired. Just state my listen, position right Shepard, here. Tired. Mass Effect 3 is going to be Batman. great. And he is no Shepard. Batman. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I know uh, Batman. I know Batman better than all of you. I'm Batman. I'll be. I'm going to my bunk later. <laughs> Your bunk. <laughs> all right. That's from Firefly. Learn references to things, Glenn. It a classic. If it Firefly. wasn't from the '90s, I'm not going to get it. Sorry. Stick to Xena references. I'm good with those. All right. I'm going to trade with you, Sam, and I'm going to do uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. No, I think it's not going to. I think I'm going to be sorely disappointed, 
because I was so hyped for this game. I still have my DS demo cartridge from TGS09. It's still why? awesome on there. Why, Chris? Chris, why are you hyped for this game? Because I played the demo from TGS09 on the DS version. I saw the animation. I saw the music. I saw the battle system. Everything looked promising. You, you I wanted to be music. in the... You, you saw, saw the music. It's that. <laughs> you don't understand. This is music that you've never experienced on a DS system before, and they squeeze it out of a DS system. It's amazing. On a PS3, it can only be better. Therefore, there's no way my hype can ever be satisfied for this. I'm so going to be disappointed. 2009 was so long ago that we thought Duke Nukem Forever would never come out then. Oh, we were fools. What fools we were. Michael, do you want to make a fool of yourself and pick a most overhyped game of 2012? I'm going to pick a different choice and go with uh, Pandora Tower. Pandora's Tower. Because uh, cheap, it's never coming out. Are you going to import it just to be disappointed by it and be like, that was so right, that was overhyped? No, I'm not going to import it. I just think, you know, this was added to the whole, that whole Operation campaign. Rainfall, to get, yeah. Yeah, to, to get these RPGs, it's, you know. It's never going to be good. I don't, you're I'm predicting the Europeans like Alex will be disappointed with it and you'll laugh at them. I, yeah, I'm Basically. predicting they're going to be disappointed. I don't People actually care about this one, so. <laughs> People are going to import this and be disappointed. I just don't, I don't understand why anyone is even interested in this game. This is I the one I don't care that Nintendo releases. Up for yeah. So no one thinks this game is hyped. So this game is going to be so terrible that even though it's not that hyped, it'll be overhyped. <laughs> it's overhyped yeah, by the indi- by by the fan industry and Operation Rainfall. Yeah, I, th- I think it's o- overhyped by Operation Rainfall. Like okay. they, it's one of the games they were pushing, and I I I don't get it. Yeah. Well, it's because there was only really three RPGs on on the Wii that they could hype, like they could beg for. I mean, they had to beg for something. Well, they could just beg for the two good ones. <laughs> then, then you're not asking. That it. is a good. You, why you look a game that's no good? That's, I think it's a yeah. Very you look humbler. Point. You're not asking for as much. You know, it's like you know, we're not asking for this, this, and Pandora's Tower. We're just asking for these two games. Well, that's they all. added on there so that they have something to give up in the negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I, w- I wish I could believe that. <laughs> Me too. Well, I do believe that we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank you Yay. so much for spending so much time tonight. And thank you for listeners who listen to this. Hopefully you use double speed or something on your iPod so you can get through it faster. That's what I do. Um, it's, this is really fun. And we'll try and do it next year at a more appropriate time of the year rather than uh, after 2012 is uh, one six. overall. Would you like to already. apologize for any titty racial-ish jokes we might have made <laughs> if you're uh, too lazy to bleep us out yeah <laughs> i i apologize we're sorry we're sorry we're are sorry. we really sorry i'm sorry no. i am so sorry i, I, I think so, sam and chris so are sorry. sorry i don't buy your story Glenn. yeah i don't believe <laughs> nobody believes you for a second one <laughs> I have a black I'm friend. Sorry. I'm not. Ra- I can't be racist. I'm a black. I have friend. a black friend. Yeah, great excuse. And with if that, anything- thank- by the way, Glenn, thanks for making that what we're going to end the show on. You know, that was just. I just so appreciate. Why did we invite him on? I don't. Okay. I know my role. I know yeah. when I'm invited. I know what I'm supposed to do. No, that, I understand. You know what? Next time, do the opposite of that. Okay. <laughs> Talk right. about 
white people uh, this and how great they are. Talk about more Thundertips. I'm, I'm ashamed to even plug that this is part of RPG Cast, and you can find us normally on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, rpgamer.com slash RPG Cast. Uh, I trust you. We aren't as racist as we, th- as we sound. Um, I, I'm not I will, racist, just Glenn. Yeah, just Glenn. It's just Glenn, <laughs> and we shouldn't support him. So that's where we're going to end this show and get him off the air. And also, um, I'm so sorry, just in general, because you, you probably you need to hear that more. Um, we're going to... Oh, uh, make sure if you haven't checked out the full-on RP Gamer Awards piece is somewhere sliding off index as we speak. Um, I don't it's know where left. I think it's it already left. Well, it's still linked on the left side at best of 2011, yep. so you can li- go through it there if you never got around to reading it, and that's where the real awards are given out rather than the ones I arbitrarily choose. And uh, Actually, it's not on the left-hand side yet. Yeah, it is. I just went there. Oh, oh you're right. It is. is. Okay, yeah, there it is. Sorry. It's got its own link. Okay. Or you can go rpgamer.com slash awards slash 2011. That'll take you there as well. And, and once those make you angry... Um, click on Q and A, and then write to wheels at rpgamer dot com with all your anger. Well, can they? Is there not a generic Q and A address anymore? No. Oh, we got rid of that. So we used we to make did. it easy, like write to Q A at rpgamer dot com, and then you just no. It's called now. You go to Ask Wheels and file all complaints. File complaints with wheels. wheels. Maybe that's why you're not getting letters. People don't realize maybe. that. Yeah, you should go back to Maybe we should see if someone has the old what we should do. Q&A account and see if there's a bunch of unread mails, mail yeah, we in could there. Yeah, we could just force the password changed on that. We could do that. Um, and we can also, um, <laughs> what I think we should do is forward webmaster to you as well. And just have you do general site complaints. Just, <laughs> just to be different. Do we get a lot of those? Would, yeah. From me, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. It's broken. Make it work. (laughs) I'm so glad to work here. And 2011 was a great year. 2012 is already shaping up to a great, great year. I hope we will be back here next year to bring you another one of these podcasts. Until then, I have to say goodbye. I'll see you guys, though, in like a day and a half when the RPG cast comes out this week. And, uh,. Thanks all you guys thought, for being here with us. I thought we said this was the most disappointing year of RPGs in over a decade. Well, yeah, but uh, covering them will be fun, where we get to complain about them. That's what'll be. That's what'll be fun. Yeah. It is the highlight of my yeah, that life. Is the highlight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks everybody, Bye. and good night. Bye-bye. Yay, bye bye. Yay. Yay.